Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hi, this is just a little bit from Dr. Action, the Kick-Ass Kid, before the proper show uh, starts off. Um, a lot of people who follow us on Facebook, but also in the martial arts world, will know um, by now that the uh, tragic passing of Darren Shalavi, who was uh, we were very honoured to have as a guest on this show um, back in the early days of this podcast, and who was uh, incredibly uh, generous um, and uh, polite and friendly and enthusiastic and um, uh, generous uh, conversationalist and interviewee. Um, just fantastic to have him on the show and a very sad, tragic passing today. Uh, I'm still in shock, um, but the doc is with me and we thought we'd just sort of say a few minutes of our recollection of uh, talking to Darren. Uh, it's, it's just been uh, tragic news today about uh, the passing of uh, Darren Shalavi. Um, like you, I think you've just said it best, you know, still in shock. It's... Um, He's just, you know, 42 years old, it's no age. Uh, he's still had so much more to do. He'd already done so much, and he could have only gone onwards and upwards as far as I'm concerned, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and like he talked about on the show, he already, he'd already done his dream, like he'd worked with Sammo Hung and Donnie Yen and those people he idolised as a kid, you know, he worked with them on, on one of Donnie's biggest movies, you know, so... He'd really achieved a dream that many of us, uh, many of us won't, um, and he'd really gone all out to do it. So uh, for him to pass away at forty-two, I just feel um, so very young and so very sad, really. Yeah, uh, a lot of his um, celebrity friends have sort of obviously woken up to the news now uh, that he worked with on the TV show Arrow. Um, I think it's just it's just a complete shocker. It's just a complete. You know, because he's so young and it just comes out of the blue, there's sort of no no way of knowing how to sort of process it. You know, obviously, we didn't know him personally really very well, but when this sort of thing happens, it's just sort of like, whoa, pretty fragile, isn't it, life? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been very fortunate with the guests um, that I've had on both shows that they have from time to time stayed in touch or retweeted something or Facebook messaged or something like that, just a little bit, not on a regular basis, but just on a little bit. And, you know, William Sadler and Barbara Crampton and so on have both uh, been like that, Jim Wynorski. Um, and Darren was one of them who, no, we didn't talk a lot, but he had commented on a couple of things and he was uh, very happy to have been on the show and he was very gracious when he came on the show to give us a full hour um, you know, there was no, uh, there was no prima donna about him. There was no, um, uh, entitlement about him. He was very down to earth. You know, Brits tend to be down to earth anyway, but Darren definitely was, and certainly in our dealing with him. Um, but also came across as a passionate and opinionated guy, which is always great. I always have a lot of respect for that. People who, 
uh, um, healthily and um, uh, positively express their opinion um, without uh, uh, without worry or without insecurity. I always I always have great respect for that. And the way he was with an interview, he was like that. Um, and clearly, a very just enthusiastic and passionate guy in terms of. Um, his craft and his and what he wanted to achieve and i think he still had a lot left to achieve you know i mean he speaks uh if you listen to the i listened to the show today that we did with him and if you listen to talk uh the two movies he did with steve austin almost back to back um the second one was the package the first one is tactical force um, and you hear him talk quite openly and candidly about the two completely different experiences and how, you know, one he felt was, uh, you know, a complete letdown and crap and he doesn't like it um, in Tactical Force and the other one being um, the package, which he speaks of incredibly highly. And I think he was a guy who definitely had that uh, um, urge to do more quality work like that and and get more business and... You know, Doc and I have talked today about, you know, Expendables 3 was a letdown anyway, but to not have Darren versus Statham in that last Brit, Brit kickoff, you know, that we had in the first one with Gary Daniels, second one with Scott Atkins, you know, Darren was the fourth Brit kicker, you know, he was right up there with the with Statham, Atkins and uh, Daniels in, in our estimation, and um, to not have him in there was a, was an even bigger letdown, you know. Well, and, that film could have been so much better with him. Yeah, and now, of course, we won't get a fourth part with him or, or won't see him in any other films like that. And, uh, you know, for fans like us, it's just such a shame. Yeah, it is, it is. But, he, you know, he's left us with some, you know, Blood Moon. Uh, well, he's had a 20-year career. I mean, if people yeah, don't know who he is by now, they need to check him out because he's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Arrow's one of the biggest TV shows at the minute and... Uh, you know, he was in that. He's been in some big projects, but uh, did fight work on Three Hundred, of course. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. All the uh, did all the fight choreography. Um, master of his uh, of what he did, and uh, he's going to be sorely missed, very sorely missed. Uh, but like I say, we first came to really know him from Blood Moon, and that is that's that for me is uh, is just great just to show what he can do awesome bad guy in that uh the fight the fighting that he did in it was brilliant as well um it's, it's just really really shocking yeah i mean blood moon and it man 2 would be a really good double bill tonight you know yeah. people want to respect his legacy that's 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 what you should be looking at. Um, I can't wait. It started screening on the Sci-Fi Channel, which I don't get, um, but eventually it will be released on Blue over here, the Metal Hurlant Chronicles. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously him, Michael J. White, Scott Atkins, they're all in that. I can't wait once that gets a box set over here or a box set in English because currently it's only available in French. Yeah. Um, when it gets a, an English box set, that's going to be top of my list, you know, um, because... Uh, I'd love to see Darren's work in that, and it's such a shame. You know. I've seen clips on YouTube, and he, typical uh, Darren Schlavy, it's great. Yeah, you know, um, it's, it's, it's I don't know. It, it's, you just can't really comprehend it all at the <laughs> at the minute. Yeah, it's pretty shocking. Well, only because, uh, like I say, you know, um, 
we might never have talked again, but when I have someone on the show, and, and if you listen back to the show at the very end, he says twice, not just once in like a passing throwaway thing. He says twice. He's like, anything else you need, guys? Any other questions you have? Just give me a shout. And then he says, um, uh, you know, hopefully I'm going to be doing a lot more work and uh, a lot better work, and I would love to talk to you again. Like he says that. And then he says again, you know, anything else you need, just hit me up on Facebook, blah, 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 blah. That was, and he said, he doesn't say it in a throwaway, like, oh, we'll talk again. Yeah, cheers, bye. The, the, the business lingo. He says it two or three times in a very personable way, and in a way where he was clearly trying to give the fans um, everything he could. And, um, you know, I feel sad now that we didn't take advantage of that while he was around because it would have been great to have had a follow-up chat with him it's just uh... oh definitely but you know he's busy you know we've got the new uh jean-claude van damme film coming out where he, he plays like the main villain opposite jean-claude van damme it would have That's been great what... to talk to him about that you know? yeah i mean and when you think about that just the fact that he, he the main villain role opposite jean-claude van damme there was still so much more to come from him. Yeah. Has JCVD said anything about it or made a statement? I've, I've not seen anything yet from uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, I mean, the, one of the last messages I, I sent to him, I said, make sure that you get Sylvester Stallone's number from uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme so you can get that role in Expendables 4, which he, you know, he says uh, he gave me the thumbs up to. So, you know, we'll never... We won't see that now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, we've got so yeah, we've got that to sort of watch with him in. No doubt he'll steal the show in that. Um. Yeah, it's it's just tragic. Matthias Hughes has written on his timeline. Did you see that today? I didn't see that. I mean, there's been so many things going through on his timeline. It just shows you how well-respected and well-loved the uh, the guy was. Um, all day it's been sort of flooding in. Uh, and rightly so, rightly so, because the guy's a, a legend yeah. in the action world. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm just scrolling through his timeline now and I just saw Matthias Hughes... Um, Obviously, our friend Mike Fury has uh, commented, uh, who I think I believe you spoke to him for the book, didn't he? Life of Action? Yes, he did, yeah. Or Life in Action, whatever yeah. the name of the book is going to yeah. be. Um, I posted our um, our interview as a tribute and, um, and some words. Uh, you did, I saw. Um, but I was just uh, just scrolling through to see if there was anything else. Olaf Ittenbach, of course, who he did lots of work with in Germany before he um, he uh, ended up working with Uwe Boll, but uh, uh, Olaf uh, was the first guy he worked with, he was telling us in the interview. And um, he seems very much in shock, the way he writes on his timeline, as you would be, you know. Yeah, well, yeah definitely. Um, it just doesn't compute, does it? 42 years old, it just doesn't compute. And uh, it just, you know... We were all hoping 2015 was going to be this uh, much better year. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many celebrity deaths last year. Um, and you sort of thought to yourself, well, obviously, 
obviously people you know people die you know all, every day all year but you sort of thought well maybe this year we won't get because i mean it seems to be like one one a week last year and now we start off this year and you know darren jalabi's gone yeah. i mean you know you kind of you know as sad as it was that like, when richard attenborough died you sort of like well he had a good like long life and Darren Schlavy, 42, still so so much yet to do. You know, he's taken from us. It's You just can't put it into words. Yeah. Jesse well, Johnson has written on his timeline, I just saw. Yeah, he directed him in... Um, the Package. The Package, yeah. Yeah, what a loss of a great talent and wonderful human being. This is shocking, awful news. I thought you would live forever. Truly sad. But, yeah, thousands of people on his Facebook today, literally thousands, um, from all around the world as well, because, of course, Darren had worked everywhere from Canada to Hong Kong and everywhere in between, you know. Yeah, and from the um, Action Elite's also posted about it, hasn't he? In fact, I last messaged him on January 8th, and I said, Darren, just watching... Uh, Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol and just spotted your cameo during the Diamond Codes exchange sequence. Good stuff, sir. I bet you have stories from that set. Did you witness crews dangling about outside? Um, that was on January 8th. It was, um, so I just found my message to him back then. Mm. So very sad. Very, very, very sad. But yeah, we just wanted to um, we just wanted to say a few words now, and then obviously the uh, uh, whole show, which we actually recorded earlier in the week, uh, will will follow. Um, but uh, yeah, we want to hear if anyone has any down stories or anything like that. We want to hear about them and um, let us know. Send us send us your uh, messages and your uh, yeah. Stuff put, we'll... put it on the group on Facebook or send us a. Um... An email at doctoractionkickass at gmail dot com, and we'll read them out on the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, just uh, we respect the family. Send them our our wishes and our, our love and our condolences. Yeah, condolences. Yep. And um, to his family and friends and fans, of course. And. Uh, and yeah, well, you'll be missed, Aaron. And thank you ever so much uh, for um, giving two uh, nervous, uh, wet behind the ear podcasters back in the day your time. And uh, I was so nervous before that interview. I was really. I think we both were, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, because I don't of... think I'd done many interviews, and I was still. I was. I mean, I still get nervous with, but, but before uh, talking to people, but. Um, but yeah, certainly back then, definitely. Then he comes and says, "You know, he's really apologetic. You, know, you can, you can, we'll spend as long as you want doing the interview." <laughs> it's just sort of like you expect a movie star to sort of be late, but come on and go. Oh, you've got five minutes. Yeah, make it quick, lads. But it was sort of down to earth. No, no, no. Let's have a chat. Um, take it. Ask what you want. You know, my time's yours, so he's sort of like, this, is, how can this be a movie star? He's too nice. Yeah. He was, like he was. And like I say, 
it, although it's not in the interview when you listen to the show, uh, him coming on and saying, oh, sorry, I'm late, lads, and blah, 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 blah. He started it like that, and he ended the interview saying two or three times, like, if you need anything else, message me, you know, we'll chat yeah. again. It's been yeah. fun. Thank you, you know. Said hello to my sister because she had a crush on him. Yeah, I saw that she had liked uh, the post I'd put up on on uh, Doctor Action. Mm. Yeah, she was shocked as well. I think it's the I think it's the age, isn't it? It's just. Well, just didn't expect to wake up and find out uh, like him. I expected, you know, I, like it would be like waking up and finding Scott Atkins, you know, has died or something. Like you, you just don't expect it. You, I expect those. I expected well, I those you... two guys. To have careers like long after Daniels and Statham had finished, I expected us to always have Shalavi and Atkins still doing it because you know, I Obviously. mean, I know they're not. I know that they're not that much younger, but they they were young enough that they would keep pumping them out and even maybe become bigger stars. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's sad day when your heroes die. Um, because we had four brick kickers that we could. You know, we always wanted a movie with all four of them. You know. He said he wanted to work with Statham again after uh, uh, the Uwe Boll movie. What's it called? The, the In the Name of the King. Right. Where he basically doubled Ray Liotta and did all the fights with Statham in the end. Um, <laughs> and uh, he said he always wanted to be in a Statham movie. And uh, I think Statham would have would have been happy with that. So. Oh, uh, no doubt. There would have been no doubt. That would have been... Well, that was our dream, one of our dream films, wasn't it? All, yeah. All, all of them to be led by uh, Roger Sir, Moore. Sir Roger of the Moor. Um, yeah. And uh, Sir Michael of the Cane. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been a real pleasure. Um, but, you know, there are so many films that, that, that I just think look amazing on paper that aren't going aren't gonna to happen, so... But, uh, well, we'll remember you, um, uh, Darren, and um, and we hope to do more of uh, his films in the future. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, Blood Moon and It Man 2, I can definitely, and The Package. I'd say that's really your, your, your Shalavi 101 uh, starter pack. Um, they're really three uh, highly quality pictures that if... They were the only three movies he ever made that would still be one hell of a uh, resume. So um, yeah, that's still better than uh, certain supposed action people in Hollywood, right? Just going to end this tribute with an unedited clip from the original conversation that we had with Darren, uh, where the doc asks uh, him to say a few words to his sister, who liked his picture online. And uh, where Darren talks about coming back on the show. Um, after that, the the normal uh, program will resume. But uh, like we said, very shocking, and Darren will really be missed. In this clip, you'll hear his humour and his generosity and just what a decent guy he was. And I figured it was a, a fitting way to end the tribute. I showed my sister a picture of you on the IMDb saying that I was, you know, we'll be talking to you later. And she was very keen to do the interview herself. <laughs> uh, so can you just quickly say hello to my sister for me? Just, yeah, what's uh, her name? Uh, Zoe. Zoe. 
How you doing, Zoe? Very nice to sort of meet you over the uh, <laughs> over the wire like this. I hope you're having a great day, Stanley Shalavi. And uh, yeah, nice, nice to meet you like this. <laughs> I don't know what I was supposed to say. <laughs> Cheers, <Abby. laughs> well, thanks, thanks ever so much, though, Darren, for doing this interview. That's fantastic, and I'll uh, I'll uh, put it all together and I'll send you the link on on Twitter um, for for when it goes up. But thank yeah, you for awesome. for doing it. It's it's great for a show like ours to to um, get to speak to someone like you, and I hope it's been okay. <laughs> no, fantastic. Thanks for asking me, John and Paul. Yeah. That's our action. Kick-ass kid. Yes. If you have any other questions, just give me a shout, and uh, you know, hopefully I do some some cool stuff in the next uh, next little while, and we can have another chat. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, down thank, the road. Thank you for your time. It's been fantastic. No problem. Yeah, and sorry about the delay as well. But, uh, yeah. Let's, let's chat again in the not-too-distant future, guys. Yeah, I'd love that, Darren. All right. Well, look, thanks ever so much, and uh, good luck, and congratulations with anything you do in the future, because uh, we'll awesome. be watching. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Need anything else, just, just give me a shout. All right. Thanks, man. Take Thank it easy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. In 1979, Steven Seagal, Carl Weathers, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Jeff Speakman, James Hart, Gary Daniels, and Michael Dudikoff went on a sacred quest to carry the golden seed from a mythical super-strong Tibetan warrior to Los Angeles, California, where it was implanted into Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh. The only two women at the time with the wounds strong enough to bring the epic babies to term. When the two children were born, they were accidentally separated. One at a kung fu tournament featuring Al Leon, and the other when a nearby ammunition factory exploded. 32 years later, thanks to modern technology, they have found each other again. And every week, they are making podcast history. They are Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid. This podcast, people, explodes. Hello. And welcome to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. Oh, fuck, I'm going to go again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go again because I duffed that one up rather terribly. I completely fucked up. I Let me it. go again. I fucked it in its face. <laughs> Paul Croson doing Dr. Action and Kick-Ass Commentary Part 2. Take and... 57. Hello, and welcome to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. I am... Dr. Action. And I am the kick-ass kid. And the thing that makes the big waxy vein in Stallone's forearm throb, that's us. Hello oh, yes. and welcome uh, to yet another uh, commentary podcast. How are you doing, Doc? How has your week in action been? It's been pretty bloody good. What, what have you watched, dear boy? What have I watched? Let me flick through my uh, my third. Oh, oh, get out the Rolodex. I must must have a look. I can tell you for a start. Take your fingers for a walk. Hmm. I've watched Taken 3. I've watched Three Days to Kill. I have watched Tokarev, a.k.a. Rage, with Nicolas Cage. Nice. I've watched Dead Snow 2. Nice. I have watched a French action film called Sleepless Night. Oh, not the uh, Intouchables? No. I've watched Street Kings with Keanu Reeves, and I've also watched another Keanu Reeves called Fucking John Wick. Fucking John Wick! Get in! Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we made the impossible 
possible. And uh, we managed to, uh, by working magic and uh, secreting things from our glands, uh, produce John Wick in front of uh, Dr. Action. Yes, and, uh, got huge, 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 huge shout-out to Mr. Chris Taylor for making that possible, along with your good self. Little Chrissy Taylor... Thank you very much, sir. Uh, several baskets of freshly milked children are being <laughs> shipped to you as we speak. Oh, we don't, we don't mess around here. You help us out, we milk children and send them <laughs> to you. Where I came from. Uh, I was going to say cats and then it just came out children. Anyway... <laughs> If it had been a different film, it would have been Cats, but seeing as though he made the impossible possible, we did children. That sounds all wrong. I think he likes a Serbian film. I'm not sure. Yeah, that sounds all wrong. I didn't mean that. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got two big ones to talk about today, I think, is John Wick and Taken 3. Um, so, first of all, let's let's start with... The one we're going to have a little bit of debate on, which has taken three. Uh, you liked it, and I didn't like it. No. No, I didn't like it one bit. But I didn't like it because the action scenes were directed so badly. Uh, I loved the plot. The fact that they went with a different plot is fantastic. I thought the plot was really good, but I thought that... Um, Basically, my problem was with the direction and the editing. Everything else was absolutely fine, but the direction and the editing was fecking awful. I, I sort of looked past it. I, I don't know. It just slowed it down for me, dude. It was just so slow, and the action was so plodding, and the plot was so drawn out, and the, uh, the car chase editing was so abysmal. Too close up, and the camera was flapping all over the place. It really, uh, it just took me out of it. I just couldn't get into it. I just shifted in my seat for two hours. Yeah? That's yeah. a shame. That's a shame. Um, well, a real shame, because, you know, you know me, I love my Yes. Um, I also thought, like, for example, uh, Lenny, uh, her death scene, which is no fucking shock, because they put it in the fucking trailer like Muppets. Um, yeah, it was no great shakes, was it, when it came out? We all knew what was going to happen. But they I didn't... I, do, I can't believe, though, that he fucked the corpse. Right. After, oh, that was shocking. Oh, that was a spoiler. Yeah. It oh. was surprising, though, because he was like, this one's for you, Doc and kid. Look <laughs> at me. I'm fucking the corpse. He, gave, he actually gave us a shout-out during the movie. Which uh, was nice. It was wonderful, was, but I was really surprised. And I surprised like the fact that it. that scene was done in 3D. Yes, it was. Um, but only the testicle cam. If you notice, everything else was... In full clear 2D, yeah. but the testicle cam to allow his pendulous balls to swing back out uh, to kind of meet you in the face almost as an audience member. Yeah, and then to swing back to hit her corpse and, buttocks. Also, did they give you one of those scratch cards? I had a scratch card, so every time it did go in, right. I got a smell of Famicky Hansen's smelly vagina. <laughs> Her, her, <laughs> her mouldy gash. She was dead. I know, that's oh, yeah. what I mean. Her, her corpse her corpse twat. Yeah. I'm going to have to finish off now, Lenny. The police are on the way. Yeah. I bet I'd come and find you. 
I've filled you all up plenty. I better drain you out before they're able to do DNA testing on your... Wasn't me. On your wrinkly (laughs) dead minge. On your old worm-infested vajayjay. Your axe wound. Aye. Um... I liked the fact that he was, like, making the little gun sign and grinning at the camera as he did it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And they had... it was There was a prolonged sequence where his uh, pasty Irish behind was just just going up and down and up and down. It was... it was I was almost with, with like it, Megaton. It's got a tattoo on it, a yeah. heart with Lenny written in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, weirdly enough, Lenny's scratched out, and then in in, in blood underneath, <laughs> scratched like a with a penknife. <laughs> it's Kimmy. I'm coming for you, Kimmy. But you're my dad. Well, not really. Not for <laughs> just in the film. <laughs> just in the film. You're Maggie Grace, and I'm Liam Neeson, and I'm coming for you, Kimmy. <laughs> Do you know what else bothered me about Taken 3? Yeah, well... Is that when I was... I mean, it didn't bother me, but at the same time, while I was watching it, there were so many occasions that I wished you and I were either watching it together and or doing a commentary on it. Because there were so many times where I wanted to say something out loud that would have made the scene funny. Because there was lots of periods where, like, they were asking questions or he was eating the bagels or something was happening <laughs> yeah, that I, I wanted to be like, rom, 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 I love these tasty bagels. Uh, like, there was so much, you know, to do. Those bagels are so good, it nearly made my eye better. <laughs> uh, like, when he came in, uh, like, if, if uh, Forrest Whitaker asked a, asked a question of, of his team or whatever, I always wanted them to be like, what, is that about your eyes, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, there was all these little jokes that I wanted to make that were kind of Doctor Action jokes that I was sort of. Wow, we can do a commentary when it's out if you want. Um, it seems ripe for one. Yeah, I just—I mean, it wasn't as good as the other two. Well, I—I kind—I think I probably enjoyed it more than two, uh, uh, number two. Right, but uh, it's never good. Like I say, they're never going to beat Taken 1 because it's so fucking good. I like the fact that it was all like, this is going to be the last one, and then it came out and did enormous business, and he's like, I might do a fourth one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did I that tell you that might be a fourth million one? million dollars on it <laughs> might have convinced me to do a fourth. <laughs> In this one, I'm going to take myself. <laughs> <laughs> After the Bahamas. I'm going to ring myself in the third person. <laughs> I think the next taken should be Brian Mills um, helps save Liam Neeson, who's been kidnapped. Yeah, kidnapped by Luke Besson. By by <laughs> by Olivia Megaton, um, and and being held in a dungeon. The only way I think I'll go see uh, Taken Four, I'll go see Taken Four anyway. There's really no caveat I have to put on it. If they made it, I'd go see it just in yeah, case. Yeah, that's it now. The trouble is, it's like that with Tarantino as well. It's like, I fucking hated his last three movies, but I'll go see Hateful Eight. I, it, it's just, I can't... Do you know what I mean by that? Like, if they made a Taken 4, even though Taken 2 and Taken 3 have done nothing but disappoint me, I'll go <laughs> see Taken 4. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Like I'm such an up, idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah, Die Hard's the same. I'll go see it. Oh, it's got terrible reviews. Oh, that's a shame. 
I'm seeing it Friday. Yeah, right, seeing it <laughs> opening night, like I did with Taken 3. I was like, oh, I'm going Thursday. Terrible reviews, fuck it, they're probably wrong. Uh-oh, yeah. they're kind of right, but uh, it is what it is. So Taken 3, I was Luke Besson on it, and well, Luke Warm on it, Luke Besson, <laughs> Luke Skywalker, and uh, you you enjoyed it. I Put enjoyed it, above it. Two. The family all enjoyed it, so oh, I liked it. Yeah. But uh, it's not. It's not. No. I like the bit at the end where he was like, I don't care that you've knocked up my daughter. Have the baby. Yeah. Maybe next time the baby oh, will be taken. You know it's going to be the kid getting fucking kidnapped. Yeah. Kid, take a baby. Take I a think... fucking baby. I, I felt bad. You know, at the end. Oh, what what if it was kidnapped by uh, the wrong turn family? Oh, that'd be awesome. The lumpy cannibal. No, they should really jump the shark. And it's, it's been like space aliens have come down and kidnapped Brian Mills's grandkid. Right. It's like, get me a space shuttle. I'll go and fucking get them. And he's like in space with like a laser gun. So that critters. Would... Hey? Taken four critters. <laughs> yeah, critters, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, independence taken. What were you going to so... say beforehand? Sorry, dude, I interrupted with the. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it was a spoiler. I'm not going to give it away. Oh, OK. Give it away. Oh, is that that the Forrest, Forrest Whitaker gets uh, it, it, so it, backed up full of semen that his <laughs> eye prolapses? He's the, he's the father of Kimmy's kid. He's father of Kimmy. <laughs> so come I've on been, then, Kimmy. Where's, I've been fucking your dog. Come on then, Kimmy. Where's, where's the father of your child? And he just comes flopping along the pier. Just his little gimpy leg flapping about. His little droopy eye. With a, with a bag of eagles. <laughs> I got them big ones. I got them. <laughs> I think There's too many up. scenes of him eating fucking bagels. Yeah, that's I all knew... he got to go on. It's just that. Not bagels. All the way through. <laughs> I only got eating bagels. I knew from the first moment why he touched them because the woman in the um, bakery shop goes, "Oh, be careful! They're still warm." Mm. Uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, heralding a long, drawn-out plot point that we all saw coming a mile away. Yeah, I mean, at the end, he sort of turns around and says, "Yeah," and then the bagels were, "What? He's still chasing for the <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. Didn't the trailer promise, like, CIA, FBI and everyone chasing him? And in the end, it was just Whitaker and his flabby behind. <laughs> the, the least competent policeman ever. Yeah. Also, like, all you know about Brian Mills is that for the last five years, all he's done is thoroughly protect his family. That's all they know about him. They say, oh, he's a ghost, he's a thing, he doesn't exist, and blah, 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 blah. But then they know about Istanbul and they know about Paris. Mm. So why on earth would you expect that he killed Lenny? Like well, they were just—you would just never think that that was the thing. And then if it wasn't him, you'd go, "Hmm, I wonder who it could be. Could it be the slightly irate Scotsman who plays a bad guy in every movie he's in? Let's go after him." It's it's fucking stupid how they changed Stuart. Yeah, it? that really bothered me. Because I was like, as soon as it was like, oh, that's Stuart, I was like, oh, they've sort of gave that away then because they've completely changed the actor. The first one was a flabby, grey-haired, bold man. 
And all of a sudden, <laughs> the Scott comes in, it's like, he's had one hell of a fucking good operation, hasn't he? Yeah, although the guy who plays him in the... You've seen 24, right? The first series of 24? Sort, sort of, yeah. He's in that, isn't he? He is. But you know he's married in real life to the woman who played Nina Myers? No. Yeah. That mm-hmm. balding, like, slightly odd-looking, not <laughs> quite as bad as Clint Howard tall guy who played uh, Stuart in Taken One, he's married to the foxy terrorist chick in the first series of 24. Oh, there you go, then. That's why you have to get yourself on a TV series. You bang all the hot birds. Yeah. I'm going to be on the country file this season. (laughs) (laughs) Me and John Graven are going to go up pulling pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're on a panty raid using a tractor. Uh, And a badger. And a badger. Or for bait. For bait. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. The ladies love a bit of badger. Nothing moistens a say like a <laughs> freshly killed badger. Yeah. Ladies, we have brought you badger meat. Oh, I take my panties off. <laughs> I've come over all hot and bothered. I've got the vapours. <laughs> I hope you brought protection. You shall be using it. Uh, I don't want any protection from Craven. Give me Craven babies. <laughs> Fill me up with your <laughs> I want spunk. your seed in me. <laughs> give me, give me your filthy news round spunk. Yeah, you get, you give a lady a badger and she goes, you can put it in any hole. Any hole. Put the badger in the hole. You can even put it in my eye socket. All right, calm down, love. Yeah, but I'm not filth. I want it in my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Take my eye out and put it in there. Ah, oh, that sounds like work. <laughs> sounds like too much effort. Just, just lift your skirt, darling. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so take, taking three and taking two should have been directed by the same guy who did take and one. Yeah. Yeah. Or Luke That's, Besson. Yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck's he not done it? Or Louis Leterrier. Or Louis Walsh. Or Louis C.K. Yeah, or Louis... Louis... Louis Louis. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Louis. <laughs> We've got to go. <laughs> um, then uh, we'll go on to John Wick. So, sir, your verdict. John Wick is fucking... Yes. Brilliant. Told you you'd like it. It's oh, right I up your street. Loved it. It's like they fucking made it for you. Yeah, it's, it's it's a sort of film where I finished watching it thinking, did they see my dreams? Yeah. Because that is exactly the sort of film I want to see. And you know, if somebody said, "Got to go make a movie," I'd be like, "Great." Not much, not much storyline, but a lot of action. Yeah. And that bit where he breaks down in the warehouse. Like, because the whole movie, you're like, um, you know, his ex gives him the dog, and then uh, the dog gets killed, and he goes after him, and you're like, oh, okay, that's upsetting, and so, you know, he's wreaking revenge, and blah, blah, blah. But in the warehouse, when mm. Reeves finally kind of says, you know, that was my fucking salvation, and you fucking took it away from me. Like, when he explains it, I was yeah. just like, yeah, 
fucking yeah, Ooh! like I really kind of got into it at that point. That was my favourite bit. Yeah, I loved it. It was such a good film. The action choreography in it is fucking brilliant. So good. Like shooting people in the head. It was. I mean, they they did it uh, raid style, where the camera is like in amongst the action. Well, they, they, they don't do quick editing. It's long shots. That's what I mean, where the camera, yeah. like, flee, f- free floats within the action. It's not shaky cam, but it's it's like the raid or the protector where the camera is able to, because they're really doing it or they're doing it as really as anyone does it, um, they're able to move the camera in and out, you know, uh, and up and down and all over the place without having to cut. Yeah, it's it's really, really... It reminded me like of old John Wayne movies. That's what I mean, yeah. It's got that kind of style, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I fucking loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, like someone said, it doesn't have, like, the long, slow, dolly tracking shots of old John Woo stuff. It's certainly no more uh, kinetic in terms of the way they use the camera. I mean, it is straight out of what The Raid was doing. It is straight out of what Gareth Evans does, which is keep the camera rolling all the time and move the cat and and he made like gareth evans makes the cameraman part of the fight choreography um he lets it linger so that uh you can show the fight from 360 degrees you can go up you can go down you can go beneath it you can go above it um and it's a very fluid way of shooting and john wick does that and instead of uh just with martial arts it's with guns and you know, all that kind of stuff, car chases really? and things. Yeah, and you know, good cast as well. Uh, guy from uh, The Warriors is in it, isn't he? David yeah. Patrick, is it? Yeah, and Defoe He's... is fucking awesome, in it? Yeah, there's not a bad uh, actor in it. They're all good. Yeah. Um, I, nice... loved, um, I loved the idea of, like, an underworld hotel where they all have a ceasefire. Oh, that's, that's great. You know, where the assassins can go and they're not meant to bother each other, but then they kind of break the code and... Yeah, oh, it's it's really good, and uh, I like it how they build his character up as well. He sort of, yeah, you know, like uh, John. Oh, I can never say his name. Leguizamo, John Leguizamo. Leg, Leguizamo, yeah. How he sort of says uh, he knows exactly whose car it is, and he's like, oh fuck. Well, that's oh, the thing is yeah. that is that the the son, the Russian mobster's son, he is you know he's at fault. No one else is at fault. You know, he's at fault. Everyone else knows who John Wick is and was leaving him well alone, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good. Those gold coins as well. That's obviously... I wonder how much one of those is worth. Yeah. Mm. That was that was really crazy when he had all that buried under his basement. I was like, I would have made a hatch. I wouldn't <laughs> have... He had it all cemented in. I was like, you know what? Just in case, you never know what the future holds... I would have put a little floor hatch in there. Yeah, running to our times, get a big water bill. Yeah, right. Did you keep those gold coins? Oh, buried them. Buried them. Now should have put an hatch in your cunt. Yeah, right. <laughs> now I've got to dig it up with a fucking pickaxe. God, it's going to take yeah, me take all fucking night. Yeah, I've got take to vacuum and then sweep it, and then people are going to be able to see where I've dug it up from. Could have just put it in a fucking shoebox, top, top of the wardrobe. Forgotten about it. So it's Keanu Reeves, though, dude. He, he always comes along with a great action film. He does. And I, and I have to say, like, if you think about it, in uh, 2014, you know, uh, the, it was the year of the, 
you know, I was putting together the poster for our um, last episode, the Doctor Action Look Back at 2014, and it was the year of like the guy with the lone guy with the gun, you know, uh, you know, Neeson in nonstop and uh, Denzel and the ex- uh, uh, Equalizer and uh, Keanu in John Wick and uh, Kevin Costner in Three Days to Kill. You know, there was there was lots of movies that came out that was, uh, you know, your lone man. Taking back the night, kind of thing. Yeah, it's exactly the sort of films I like. Yeah, right. It's kind of like uh, I, I feel a little bit. I mean, obviously with modern um, action behind it, but a little of uh, the seventies creeping back in. A little bit more <coughs> yeah, of the, with John Wick. the kind of Bronson uh, kind of style, uh, lone man vigilante type feel to it. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It is good. I'm a big fan of the uh, Daddy Lanty. <coughs> um, oh, yes. We all like a bit of Daddy Lanty. John Wick's almost Daddy Lanty because his dog. Yeah. He's almost like the daddy of the dog. Yeah, it's a bit heartbreaking when that dog dies, isn't it? It's horrible. The way they do it, it's horrible. Fucking horrible. <clears throat> and I think what I like the most about it uh, after the action was the fact that in such an economic way, you understood everything about his life that was yeah. important. Like, you understood who Willem Dafoe was to him. You understood what his wife meant to him. You understood what the dog meant to him. Like, in a very economic way, there wasn't a lot of bullshit made about it. You just got it. So that when the shit happened, you it, you really felt it. Like, I was really emotionally connected to... Yeah, there was no... Uh, there was no... Uh, it was very economical. There, yeah. was no, there was no wanking off for that sort of, you know, the, the script, how, you know... We just saw his wife. You saw that they got ill. You saw that she died. You saw that she'd given him the dog. You saw he was crushed by that. You saw him, like, get to know the dog and figure it all out figure what he was going to do and you like within basically the opening credits right i mean like within yeah within the first 10 minutes it was completely set up yeah it's practically not even 10 minutes probably five minutes yeah it was literally within if you came into the movie five minutes late you'd be like what's going on yeah why, is, John he, Wick. why is he so angry <laughs> but i he had a dog i never saw a dog <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he had a dog um no, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I fucking dug the shit out of it. So were there any others that you saw this week, sir, that you wanted to give a quick shout-out to? Uh, Street Kings, what's that like? Because I saw that because Hugh Laurie's in it, isn't he? It's a good film. Is it a good film? It is I'm very good film. I'm still on the fence about David Ayer. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of his better ones. I really enjoy it. Fair enough. Um... Tokarev rage with Nicolas Cage is and it's all right. Rage, uh, rage with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, Dead Snow Two, obviously, it's got a lot of action in it, but it's more like a horror comedy. Highly recommend watching that. Is there anything that comes close to that? The amazing sequence in the first one, where that that awesome pop tune comes on, um, the Mean Dog song. Mm. Um, and uh, and then they go ape shit with the. That's my favorite bit with the uh, that sing along Norwegian song or whatever it is when he's running down the hillside with the chainsaw. That's the best bit in the first movie for me. 
it's uh, it's a lot better than the first film. Really? Yeah, it's really fucking funny. Yeah. And and very gory. Nice. Plenty of action. It's it's well worth watching. Well worth watching. Some good what, action in it as well. That's what I like. Um, I think Matthew Vaughan does it very well, especially with the... Um, at the end of Kick-Ass, the way he sets fight scenes to music. Like, you know the Elvis song? The... Um, what is it? It's... Uh, it is. It's Hallelujah. It's um, do 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 at the end of Kick Ass with the glory, glory, Hallelujah. Yes, and then he's coming yes, up yes. with the like the uh, jetpack and all that. Like that bit, at the end is um, that's like the way he sets that to music is fucking awesome. And the same thing happens in Kingsman. There's a couple of great fight scenes set to 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 un. Music you wouldn't expect, or or, or or like upbeat pop music. Yeah, my Matthew Vaughan's a fucking genius. So I expect him to uh, that he just comes up with that on the spot because he's so good. Uh, yeah. But then again, I've never had breakfast with a bloke, so I wouldn't really know. Ah, he's a good guy. He's just a laid back, normal guy. I think. Yeah. Your mate. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking Claudia Schiffer. And he probably well, you were there. Probably uh probably stuck it up January Jones's January Jones. That's that's the rumour, isn't it? Oh god, god could you imagine? <laughs> you wouldn't want to talk to her because she's such a bland cunt, but <laughs> I bet I bet she's got a heart shaped asshole. <laughs> I bet it's like a little pink heart shaped asshole. Probably makes little she probably <clears throat> doesn't fart, it probably just makes little squeaks. Yeah. Like little yeah. happy, yeah. and then little unicorns fly yeah. out of her bum hole. Like, yeah. oh, roses. Yeah, <laughs> little unicorn covered, shit covered unicorns just fly out, <laughs> fly out of her bum hole. Pegasus. Nice. Yeah. Probably while you're banging her. Yeah. yeah. Funny farting. She's probably half asleep when you're doing it to her. She probably well, just doesn't care. We've all done that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what did I watch? What, what did, did I you watch? watch? What did I watch? I've caught up <laughs> a lot on 2014 this week, but not much action. Uh, I watched Freebie and the Bean, uh, which <laughs> is Alan Arkin and James Kahn. Um, and Kahn, you recommend it? I can recommend it quite a lot. I can definitely recommend it. Um, Arkin, all about it. Um, it's fucking awesome. It's uh, a seventies like connection movie. comedy. Yeah, it's it's sort of French Connection and Bullet, but it it's as much influenced by French Connection and Bullet as it would then go on to influence um, Forty Eight Hours or uh, uh, Lethal Weapon. weapon. Um, but it's got this really like weird element of slapstick in it that you don't expect. Um, and not in a, not in a like, not in like a vaudeville way, but in a way that when there's this hilarious chase scene where Alan Arkin is chasing this bad guy who's clearly a stuntman because he's just generic bad guy number eight or whatever. And this guy 
they run into like a kitchen, like a big professional restaurant kitchen, right? That goes on forever. Yeah. And this guy is throwing himself, even without Alan Arkin doing anything, he's throwing himself into absolutely every pot, pan, plate, tray, food stuff. Every, like it's, it's, it sounds stupid, but it's fucking brilliant the way they do it. <clears throat> It's really fucking hilarious. There isn't one surface that they don't absolutely destroy. I mean, if it was made after Lethal Weapon, you would think it was a parody. Like, it it, it, it seems to be parodying the idea of those cop films where they completely and totally destroy a city to get, like, one guy. Yeah. But without... But, but before those movies, like, it, it, it's... They absolutely destroy San Francisco. And and any building they come in contact with and any car they come in contact with and anybody they come in contact with, they completely fucking destroy it. I mean, at one point, they drive their car, like, off a bridge and it lands in an old couple's apartment. Like, just, boom, like a dart and, like, breaks through the wall and there's, like, this old couple in bed. And, it, I mean, it's... It, it's 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 brilliant. I mean, it's it's absolutely fucking hilarious. Not to mention the uh, comedic back and forth between the two. Oh, Alan Arkin's good. It's just brilliant. Oh, this is the this is the best performance by James Khan outside of Godfather that I've seen. Yeah. Yes. 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 Love it. Uh, love Freebie and the Bean. Uh, I watched 22 Jump Street. Uh, yeah, what do you think of that? First half, very funny. Second half, it needs to cut about an hour out of it because it's just... It goes on too long. It, it stops being... that They forget that there are meant to be jokes and it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And, and like, the plot isn't strong enough to withstand um, uh, too much carrying on. Uh, yeah. But the first 45 minutes are fucking hilarious. Uh, uh, really funny. And I love that first action sequence. On the truck. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I it? thought it was really good. Um, I then watched uh, I watched a bunch of uh, other things that weren't action. I watched The Skeleton Twins, Magic in the Moonlight, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is the vampire spinal tap type movie, um, Maps to the Stars, which is a Cronenberg movie, Chef, which is John Favreau, uh, a couple of movies which I'm going to be doing for the diner, which I won't reveal yet, and then uh, the Wolverine and Iron Man three back to back. I did. Nice. The Wolverine's fucking awesome. Uh, I did the Wolverine unrated and extended, and it is fucking awesome. Yep, I've got that. That's the last one I watched. It's the best it's one. Fucking great. What's uh, Magic in the Moonlight like? I'm a huge Woody Allen fan. So I thought it was better than the last two he did. Which I thought it was were... better than Blue Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, better than To Roam with Love. I've not seen that. And better than um, Midnight, Midnight in, Paris. in Paris. Yeah. Well, I shall get on that. I know shit you don't like it. Colin Firth, but he's really good in it. Really, okay, well, really, really good in it. <clears throat> I'll be seeing two films with him in this year, so let's see if he can tempt me around to his way of thinking. I think he's going to win you back with Magic in the Moonlight and The Kingsman, mate. Seriously, I think you are going to be won over. Oh, cool. I'm always willing to be won over. Yeah. 
Um, I think after the Kingsman, you're going to be like, fair play to Firth, especially when you find out that he did basically 92% of his own stunts. You're going to be like, wow, that's fucking incredible. Well, like I said, I think it maybe after he's won his Oscar, maybe he's, he's going to be a bit more fun. Is it better than Executive Target? Nothing's better than Executive Target. That's what I was thinking. Or the stunt driver, as I know it. Ah. I'd love it. So... Were you trying to bring up the movie we're doing this week? I was trying to do, like, a, I was trying to do, like, a swift introduction to our film. Yeah. In a clever, thoughtful way. Yeah, you, you ruined that then, didn't you? I failed completely. Failed miserably. Um, but, uh... <sighs> I guess that means I'm stuck in the middle with you, um, <laughs> which reminds me of Michael Madsen. Um, yeah, I'd and, uh, Schneider say so. Yes. With a strong dollop of Everhart on top. Uh, yeah, well, mm. I would uh, I would Keith David to yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying... Um, But, uh, yes, we are doing the next few commentaries, some PM Entertainment classics. Um, But we're going to be doing PM Entertainment classics that don't star action stars. That's what we're going to be doing next. Should we do, like, two or three of them in a row to to sort of make it a little thing? Let's do that. I'm down with that. it's It's basically PM Entertainment is the star of the movie because... What we're looking for here is explosions and car chases, which is PM Entertainment's uh, bread et butter. It's their forte. It's their forte, to use a Dutch term. Just the same as David Mamey's forte Forte. is to write strong dialogue. Fuck off. PM Entertainment's forte is to blow shit up. Blow the motherfucking shit sky high. And they do that with aplomb. And there's a YouTube page with a bunch of PM Entertainment movies on, uh, which I ransacked. And uh, two that I watched was this one, The Stunt Driver, which we're going to do now. Uh, And then the other one was C. Thomas Howell, which was... I forget what it was called. I think it was called, like, Gay Pool Cleaner Revenge or something. Yeah. Um, you can send me that. Yeah. We're uh, doing that next. We could do that next. We've got that next. That's pretty good. And then there's movies like Ice with Tracy Lords in it um, and some other ones. I'll basically watch a ton between now. We've got two that I've already seen that I can definitely vouch for as having plenty of action in. So we'll do those two, and then I'll watch enough between now and then when we're doing the third or fourth show uh, to, to let us know what other episodes, other films we should do. But these first two, chock full of action. Oh, they're fucking good. Oh, they're very good. In fact, I would say probably we're starting off with the best one. The Stunt Driver Executive Target is probably the best one. But it's also the most, like, what-the-fuck jigsaw piece together... Like, this is where the plot's going? Um, okay. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, oh, I know. It's sort of all over the fucking shop. All um, over the uh, but, but But no no worse for it. No. Enjoyable. No. Um, 
And then we could slink from PM Entertainment into the Cyborg movies we were going to do by doing Cyber Tracker, because, of course, that's both, right? That is. That is. With Don the Dragon Wilson. Don the Dragon Wilson. Who's next door? Have I told you about this? That that Robert Zadar's next door neighbour keeps emailing me, hey, and asking me to have Robert Zadar on the show. Have I told you about this? <laughs> his name's Victor with a K. Well, that's at least what his email says. Right. And he left me a voicemail. That's how he first got in t- contact with me. I got a voicemail through the after movie diner telephone number, um, asking if I would. He was like, hi, I'm uh, Robert Zadar's next-door neighbor. Robert's having a bit of problems lately. Got ill health and a bad knee and blah, 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 blah. Uh, just wondered if we could do, like, an interview because, like, it'll make Robert feel so much better and uh, maybe you could give me a call. So I called him up because I was like, this is too funny not to pursue this madness. And uh, we talked on the phone. He was like, oh, yeah, no, uh... I heard some of your show, and uh, we should get Robert on the show. You've had some other people on the show. He knows he knows you uh, spoke to Robert Davy and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And he goes, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll figure it out. Okay, great. I'll email you. Bye. And he hung up. And then uh, he emailed me to say that he hadn't seen Robert yet. And I was like, well, that was a useful email. Um, then he emailed me again to go, oh, yeah, I was around Robert's house today, and he's very sick. Uh, and that's that's all. I've had two two emails from him and a phone call, but that's Victor, Robert Zadar's uh, <laughs> next-door neighbour. Uh, Absolutely true story. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but it's hilarious. I want him to produce Robert Zadar um, <laughs> on my podcast. I want to, like, call him up and be like, hey, Victor, are you there? And he's like, yeah, I'm just here with Robert. And then all you hear in the background is some rustling, and then it's clearly Victor going like, Hello, yeah. I'm Robert Zadar, like with his hand yeah. over his mouth. You don't know Robert Zadar, do you, Victor? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> when I was in Cyborg Cop, uh, no, wait a minute, uh, what was it, uh, Cop Maniacs. <laughs> I'm a cop who's a maniac. Ma- maniac cop. I've been very ill. <laughs> It's you again, isn't it, Victor? <laughs> no, no. Victor's, Victor's in the kitchen making a Horlicks. <laughs> you don't Victor's know Robert Zadar, do you? A big shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a wank in the toilet. <laughs> I can hear him through the door straining. Yeah. He's Can't not come. very well. He's having a big poo. John, you can talk to me about my career. I was... I was walking on Cybertracker 3. You never made Cybertracker 3, Victor. You're full of piss and vinegar. I, I hope... I mean, I can't... I can't wait. If they if I get Robert Zadar on the show, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. I do like a bit of Zadar. Zadar Zadar keeps the doctor away. That's oh, what I certainly, was saying. It certainly does. It certainly... It certainly does. Certainly does. It certainly does, Ollie. Um, <laughs> well, that's oh, another God. fine mess you've got us into. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, so we're going to be doing Michael Madsen, Keith David, uh, Angie Everhart, and Roy Schneider starring the stunt driver, also known as Executive Target. Executive Target. That's the French version. Yeah. Well, Angie Everhart is French. Yeah, not a lot of people know that. Well, her pussy is. Her pussy, French pussy, she likes black f- pussy. She likes wet, to fuck the French way. Mexican pussy, Spanish pussy, English pussy. Botswavan pussy. Oh, I love Botswavan pussy. It's my oh, favourite yeah. kind. Especially, <laughs> especially when it rapes me. And are you ready to go? Uh, yeah, why not? Right. Let's get this show on the road. Three, two, are you ready to press play? Uh, no, hang on one second. I'm really not ready. Might uh, be meeting Leah Thompson in, uh, July. Oh, really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't just tell how much I want to, um... Fuck her. Oh, Yeah. You would, Leah Thompson. Still to this day, you would, Leah Thompson. Come on now. <laughs> Stick it in Marty McFly's mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say said... that I've been on the rain, McFly. I'll do it whatever we're back. Have you found it yet? I've got, I've got, I've got it right here. I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> right then. A three. Where, 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 where are you? I'm. I've got the DVD on. Right. So if you press play. Yeah. What does it do? Uh, it's on the PM Entertainment sign just coming up. On how many seconds? Uh, three. All right, ready when you are. A uh, three, two, one, go. And so begins our PM Entertainment uh, series of films uh, that don't star Gary Daniels, <laughs> Don Wilson. <laughs> Uh, Cynthia Rothrock. Who else worked for PM Entertainment who was like a big actor? Uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren made a couple of films with Did he them. do a couple of PM movies? Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Uh, uh, Jeff Wincott. Wow, well, Willie Wincott. Willie Wincott. Willie Wincott. See, yours says the stunt driver, does it? It does, yeah. Mine says executive target. And then that. This is New York City. This is where I'm living right now. Yeah, there's your flat. Apartment. There's the Chrysler building. Yeah. And Angie Everhart. I love this voiceover guy as well. Like, the best the best thing about this PM Entertainment movie is that it is it literally like they had eight different scripts. They cut them all up, threw them into a hat, shook them about the place... Uh, tip them all all out again onto a onto a table and put it back together. You know yeah. what I mean? And just made one movie from it. I just missed mentioning, of course, Matthias Hughes. Yeah, he's in it loads. And <laughs> and coming up right now, Lance <laughs> Legault from the A Team. Yeah, but don't he just look like a really camp? Colonel yeah, Decker cheap. himself. Yeah, but he sort of looks really perplexed, doesn't he? Do you want to know something about Lance Legault? Uh, His daughter's gone into softcore pornography. Really? Mm. Mary Legault is in all those Cinemax TV shows. 
I know that because I wank a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures of Colonel Decker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't do that. You know, my daughter's in softcore. It's you or nothing, Decker. (laughs) He always plays like sleazy, evil military men. Yeah. Maybe that's because that's his actual skin. He's naked. (laughs) (laughs) His skin is actually a military uniform. Yeah. He had a horrible, horrible ironing accident in 1957. He can't be married to her, surely. So it's a bit young for him, isn't she? Yeah, but the president can get whatever pussy he wants. Yeah, but he finger fucks her. Yeah, I bet he does as well. I bet they all do. I bet especially that guy behind them who's like, I don't like that they're holding hands. She used to let me hold her hand. It's only because he's the president. I used to put my picky in the stinky. Look at that toupee that Schneider's mm-hmm. rocking there. Yeah, it's nice, having, isn't oh, it? It's like a Lego man's hair. I was in Jaws. <laughs> Looks like we're going to need a bigger presidency. Roy, shut up. Roy Schneider with some waxworks. <laughs> <laughs> well, they couldn't afford extras, so uh, look at that guy. Yeah. He looks like the guy Tea from um, They couldn't afford extras, so they just used cutouts. It's matte painting. So <laughs> yeah. the budget went on. You're not allowed to blink if you're in the Secret Service. No. no. And you're a eunuch. <laughs> yeah, they remove your 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 bits so that you have no uh, urges yeah. to procreate with the first lady. Look at Decker. He just. You're right. He looks like an old woman, doesn't he? I love that sleazy mullet. Wearing journalist. Meanwhile, at Area 55. So what happens between the area set of the next Bond film? Yeah. So what happens between Area 52, 53, and 54 then? Because we know what Area 51 does. That's aliens. But what's yeah. Area 52 through 54? It's where the key, Keith David. <laughs> what? And he's escaped into Area 55. No, no, it's where they keep him. He's so awesome that they have to keep him in an underground bunker. Right. In case anything goes wrong, Keith David is... In Area 52. Yeah, he's he's what will save the uh, The the world. Yeah. So who's in Area 53, then? Well, it's not Chuck Norris. Let me give my neighbour a call. (laughs) Hi there, Keith. It's Stephen. It's Stephen. I've got all my sleeves down here. With I, I think Area 53 is probably just photographs of boobs. <laughs> just a really long network of underground tunnels that are just filled with photographs of boobs. Yeah. And, um, and then Area 54 is all of PM Entertainment's movies. Yeah. All played on, on, a, on a loop. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just and there's just one old security guard down there with a permanent erection. Which one's Angie Everett? That's his wife in it, isn't it? No, that's her there. The ginger. That's her, is it? The red-haired one, yeah. That's what I thought. She's the same one who's in um, the Speakman movie. That's right. Is it Running Red? She's in. Yeah, that's it. I forgot which one we covered her in. Yeah, I'd like to cover her in something. Yeah. What's really funny is that this street they use in about three of the car chases in this movie. It's so the it's same nice street. street. <laughs> Wait, which uh, which uh, 
Where's this bit? This is LA. You thought so? I mean, I, I don't think it's meant to be New York because it looks nothing fucking like it. It's no, clearly there's a LA. very clear difference. Hi there. Hey, Macomet. Okay. Let me tell you something about me. I've been in a few QT films. I like to do a meet QT. Uh, call me Mr. Blonde. It's the only role I've ever known for. I, I see. I think him in Kill Bill is the best thing in Kill Bill Two. Yeah, he's the best thing. Especially when he sort of says to David Carradine that uh, God knows she's she deserves her revenge. We deserve to die. We deserve to die. And he, David Carradine's going. If that's the case, I'm going to wank off doing it. <laughs> if that's the case, brother, uh, lend me a belt um, <laughs> and an apple. I'm not wearing a belt. That piece of clothesline. I like uh, Michael Madsen in The Getaway as well with Alec Baldwin. He's good in that. He's a bit over the top. I haven't seen that. That's the remake of the Steve McQueen one, isn't it? With him and uh, Kim Basinger. Yes, it's not a bad film, actually. They just, they just knew, PM, how to fucking do this. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Every car that hits every other car explodes. That's the key to this movie. It's key to every film they've ever done. Yeah. They even take it one step for, more later on in the film. Yeah. Of course. You have to. I love this guy. This guy so thought he was going to have a career in action movies. <laughs> He did. The corduroy guy. The guy yeah. who's with Angie Everhart. Yeah. He thinks he's awesome, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm the next... I'm the next Mel Gibson director now. I wonder if the uh, drapes matches the curtain. Oh, God, you better believe it. She's done softcore as well, hasn't she? I think so, yeah. Everhart. She's got her titties out on the screen. They're criminals. That's the way to treat the criminal yeah. people in our society. The guy's like, I'm just in for tax evasion. Oh, <laughs> I stole an apple. <sighs> Not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> I love these guys who are clearly... They, they, the guys who are playing cops and, and generic bad guys in this movie are clearly people who work in, like, the PM Entertainment Marketing Department, who they just went into the office and went, guys, could you come out here and fire a few guns for us? Who wants to be a movie star? Yeah. The bold guy's going, I want to play a cop. I want to be a cop. They're all bold, look. Bold division. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a PM Entertainment problem down on uh, La Brea. Uh, Let's uh, get a... Fucking the bald squad down there. <laughs> look it's at all B- these guys, and they look like my dad's friends. Yeah, he's <laughs> a BTU, bold tactical unit. <laughs> CSI, BTU, NY. Follically challenged <laughs> You won't get their hot. You won't get their hair messing up a crime scene. <laughs> they don't have any. Uh, truck! Trucks can win. Guys listening to a bit of Madonna on his headphones. <laughs> Doing some customer service. Hello! <laughs> Smith's Trucking Company. 
Hang on a second, I've just got to smash through two police cars. Yeah, we do that as well. Oh, awesome. Everything explodes in this, this whole yeah. movie. I love it. Just letting them get away. But you didn't. I was getting shot at. I'm getting shot at too, you know. Such a good car chase. Yeah. That, that, is, that just explains everything. Yeah. That, you know, that's it. He's a professional stunt car driver. Listen to me. Clunky exposition <laughs> delivered while we're in a car chase. I know everything. I wear corduroy. Listen to me, I'm Clunky Exposition Man, and I will tell you everything you need to know about the next 90 minutes. Now we've lost him. Now we'll never get him to assassinate the president. Let's find a pack of smokes. Yeah. It's a good job those uh, uh, handcuffs are just long enough for him to be able to drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I suppose you've got to uh, allow... You know, human rights. If your if your uh, prison bus does get rolled over, that you've got uh, length in your handcuffs to drive a yellow sports car. It is uh, a matter of human rights that yes. you have length. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we never had that in Thatcher's Britain. No, that's why they've developed the uh, Nobel Length Prize. Yes. Yes. For outstanding length. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Hawking won it last year. <laughs> he does I'm have... so honoured to receive this award. I do have incredible length. If you know what I mean, <laughs> LOL. Har de har har. <laughs> Can't, did somebody say Stephen is all about the pussy? <laughs> awesome stunt. Awesome stunt. It's a good job that truck full of empty boxes was there. Yeah. I'm never going to get these empty boxes <laughs> to Tesco now. <laughs> what I like as well is they clearly had Michael Madsen in for two minutes and they just shaky cam filmed him in the front seat of this car and then the rest of it is all just done by stuntmen it's such an oh, economical way to make movies yeah how long do you need me on set for two days tops <laughs> <laughs> we'll shoot a whole movie that way oh clearly set up stunt woman with baby carriage uh... what that sets up is he's a really good guy yeah <laughs> he doesn't I run over babies. <laughs> the police, on the other hand, they have no care for babies whatsoever. Yeah, I'll run them over. Suspension's fucked on that car. What I like is he stops for a whole five minutes and no one thinks to get out of their police car. No. Everybody calm it down for five minutes. Let's let the uh, woman and the child cross the road. Time out. It is a damn good car chase. Oh, it's one of the best. But you know it's just in, like, a two-block radius. They're just driving round and round in a circle, yeah. basically. Oh, another explosion. Every time oh, a yeah. car hits another car. <laughs> I love that. I want to see a film about them, what, what they, they did afterwards. <laughs> they just ran out. She went and shit herself. 
Yeah, she went to the diner and went, You'll never believe what happened to me. I shit myself. I got bum gravy all up and down the back of my thigh. It's all that bloody right on Madsen's fault. Yeah. Margaret, you smell disgusting. What happened? Mr. Blonde tried to run me over and I shit myself. No, I was really impressed with this movie. I enjoyed it a lot. It's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. Makes absolutely no fucking sense, but... No, 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 no. He is a good driver, though, isn't he? He is a damn good driver. Because I bet one of those is a bastard to steer. Yeah. This has got to be the life, though, isn't it? Being a stunt driver for a movie like this. Oh, yeah. Some good car check. Yeah, good driving in um, John Wick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good driving. Look at that turn on a dime, though, that he does there when mm. he comes around the corner. This I'd must say have been the days back, as well. back in the 80s and the early 90s. It must have been the Stallone look doing some uh, construction. Look at that. That is a good leap. Come on now. That is a good leap. Cause Clearly fucks the car. <laughs> <laughs> they can't do it. But they're police. They probably won't blow up, will they? Or will they? Will they blow up? Technically, they should have blown up because they're touching. Yeah. Nah. The police never blow up. Well, except the one with Sting in it. They blew up in the yeah. 80s. Yeah. Giant steps are what we take. Walking on the moon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? I'm an old hobo. I just wandered onto set. I can't read anything with these glasses. Not my yes. prescription. Not even I've got my a stunt mustache on. <laughs> Not even my coat. Here we go. Do, uh, uh, tits. <laughs> you forgot what they were then, didn't no, you? No, I was trying to say like obligatory tit shot, but. This is when I was watching this movie and I was commenting on Facebook and I was like, PM know what they're doing. Within the first <laughs> 15 minutes or whatever we've had, yeah, literally, first 16 minutes we've had tits and car chases and explosions. Brilliant. I don't really need much else from a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes in and I'm spent. Oh, you can clean my room up, sweetheart. Yeah. I'm trying to get into the bald cop squad, but I've still got this, like, bum fluff on the top of my hair. I'm hoping that if I tickle your behind, it'll suddenly go away. I'll lose all my hair, and then I can be in the bald police force. I've always wanted to be in CSI. You do know that if they were still making films and we gave them enough love, we'd be sitting around the bar in one of these scenes. Oh, God. God, I would love that. I would love that. Self-control is not my strong. I'd play the dollar bill. <laughs> I'd play this guy. <laughs> I'd even shave my head. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now listen, I'm an old guy and I want to touch titties. 
Be touching titties. Oh, oh, I just died oh, minutes ago. I was touching titties. Yeah. How Leon? I think that really happened. I think that other actor didn't realise <laughs> that he was throwing <laughs> this guy out into the road. It's, it's a PM Entertainment fan footage film. Yeah, and the PM Entertainment guys were like, no, wait, we haven't cleared the road. <laughs> they were just really lucky that those two guys swerved. This is also like skin. a really fucking weird subplot that his friend is a sexual deviant. <laughs> like, there's no reason for it. I mean, he could have just been a guy in a strip club, but then when you go back to his apartment, it's full of, like, blow-up. Yeah, he's got blow-up doll on his bed, hasn't he? Yeah. Sick fuck. I have the same blow-up doll. <laughs> got whips and chains and shit, right? Oh, cool. Sex swing. <laughs> oh, that makes him look less like a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Makes him look more like Dark Man. His mate had a huge role in Deadwood. Yeah? Yeah, he's from Scotland. Really? Yeah. That's because I was thinking, where the fuck do I know him from? And it's Deadwood. It's Taggart. Yeah, that's Taggart. I've just look, been looking at he's tats. Got, he's got fake tits. Like. <laughs> Why would you have fake tits? Is that like a tit wank machine? I love that. He's got his uh, wire. He's got his, uh, his metal cutters machine. right by the bed. I just blew up my doll and then I whacked myself up with my metal cutters. It'd be great if you've seen the sex doll. He's just got a little bit of cum leaking out of it. Yeah. I he's fucked got... it before I wait went out. Wait a minute. Out. He's got little cutters as well. So wait a minute. He's got big bolt cutters and little bolt cutters. Both by the bed, like right there. Like Michael Madsen just looked over and went, Oh, there's a smaller pair, I'll use these. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's do you reckon it's in case one of his prosies accidentally handcuffs him to the bed and leaves him there? No, that is a good plan. And he used he leaves the bolt cutter. Ah ha, ha I've outwitted the prosy again. I've uh, I've left my bolt cutters by the bed. <laughs> um, he's a proper itself. He, he's a Sherlock Holmes type look. He's got his experiments. Yeah. I've been trying to work out a way to turn prostitute cum into food. Have <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out yet? No, it still always tastes like chicken. I, I'm not able to siphon the nicotine out of that. How big are his shoes? Who? His mate. When you say again. The Scottish one? Yeah. You see him again. He's got fucking huge shoes. Huge feet. Yeah. Which means, yeah, but he's hung like a donkey. I bet Michael Madsen and him still hang out. Yeah. Best friends. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Michael Madsen and this actor lived together in this actual apartment? Yeah, with did like a podcast. <laughs> nudie. What's that? Why is any of this stuff in the background? Like, he's just got the most random fucking apartment on the planet. Yeah. I love that they bring the president here later. That makes me laugh no end. Yeah, the president walks in and goes, Oh, I've got the same rubber doll. <laughs> oh, we have some things in common. I, call I also them. like tits <laughs> and bolt cutters. I call the rubber doll Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> I like to blast her in the ass. 
in the Oval Office, which mm. I call the Anal Office. Yeah, if you know, if you what, know I what I mean. mean. <laughs> we just did our first jinx, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No comebacks. <laughs> Buy me a coat. That's quite funny in there. 22 Jump Street with those twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those twins, the funny thing about those twins in 22 Jump Street, they are just like my friend Phil. I have a friend Phil who is exactly like that. It's <laughs> hilarious. He doesn't have a twin, but just their. their uh, uh, the way they're talking. Yeah. Look at the colour of that prostitute cum in the background. It's yeah. got a lot of nicotine in it. Yeah, what about the other one that's blood red? That's a period. <laughs> I'm trying to turn that into a, a healthy Chardonnay. Yeah, into a Lamborghini. <laughs> Why would it be a Chardonnay? That wouldn't make any sense. Because it's Chardonnay's white wine. Yeah, but you never know. Right experiment. Change the world. Look at that. They're in an ice cream van. I wish this had been uh, Frogman from... Um, yeah, well, that's the only way this film would be better. The Gary Daniels movie. <laughs> Little Frogman, who's also in The Avengers, which I just think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's also the old German guy in The Avengers. Yeah, that's wicked. No, we won't, we won't do this. Or do that toad-faced man from Ich habe toad-face. <laughs> He does like that look, doesn't he, Michael Madsen? The vest. With I think the, that uh, is his. Like, I can only assume that the clothes in PM Entertainment yeah. movies are, are, are their real, uh, real clothes. Because he wears exactly the same clothes in The Getaway. Nice soundtrack too. I like the electric guitar. His wife is in there vigorously bouncing up and down on some other dude. Yeah, his mate. Yeah. <laughs> you got like, it quick. <laughs> <laughs> I always get that quick with pussies on off. <laughs> you don't want to go up against me when pussies on the line. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a lot of eye makeup there, isn't he, old Madsen? Yeah. It's the cops. Look at the cleavage on his wife. All right, I want you to answer the door. You get rid of this fucking You could park your bike in there. Yeah, I have done. <laughs> it was a little bike. Yeah. Tiny. <laughs> unicycle. Tiny bike. Lego bike, really. Yeah. Hello, I'm with the moustache police. We're better than the bald police, but not as good as mullet cops. They're the best. Like my badge, I got it from a cereal box. (laughs) Captain Crunch. I got it from the bottom of a Quackerjack box. Here is Agent Scully. I mean, generic (laughs) female cop number two. Have you seen the cigarette smoking man? (laughs) Excuse me, madam. Do you believe in aliens? I don't believe. <laughs> this was the first choices for the X Files, but they decided to make this instead. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great if he come back now and he missed. <laughs> Cuts back and the cops like, so watch your point. <laughs> oh, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I like a bit of product placement. <laughs> yeah, that's great. 
It'd be great if it, as it moved along, it focused on Dunkin' Donuts for five seconds. Yeah. And carried moving along. <laughs> and a guy walked. <laughs> a guy walked over to it. Went, hmm, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So wait a minute. Let me get this straight. We had generic old cop and female cop, and now we're the black and white cop. <laughs> Lovely. I like it. I like it. I actually don't get changed. She's just in <laughs> For the rest don't, of the don't film. want her to get changed, do you? You want her and Everhart to have a heart to heart, if you know what I mean. Yeah. With a dildo. Yeah. With Keith David's in it, I'm surprised he didn't go ass to ass. Ass to ass, ladies. Ass to ass. That scene really freaks me out in Requiem for a Dream. No, rip my innocence from me. Yeah. My first ever crush. Was Jennifer? Oh, I was going to say, Now your first crush was Keith David. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's a pimp. <laughs> Same tunnels as in the Avengers. That's exactly they modelled this tunnel on uh, on Angie Everhart's uterus. <laughs> and this guy. In the uh, on the left hand side, he's been in tons of stuff, right? Wasn't he in the Sopranos? He probably was, yeah. I think he's certainly in. Um... Take the high road. No, he's in. Isn't he in Donny Brasco? Oh, he might be, yeah. <laughs> You know, I cannot tell you what an honor and a pleasure it is to finally meet you in person. I've been in an old episode of Sons and Daughters. <laughs> Want to come and see some? I've got them all on VHS tape. I found them down here in Area 51. We keep all Australian TV shows here. We've got prisoner cell blockage. <laughs> We're putting them all out on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a criminal empire. I'm a genius. He's got huge shoulders in the old Keith David. Uh, Keith David's a legend. Fuck you. Legend, I tell thee, a legend. He's worked with Carpenter. That's not worked with Piper. He's worked with Seagal. He's worked with all the best. Yeah. Sheen and Estevez. Come on now. It's gonna be fine. Where are you taking her? Don't worry. He's like Kevin Bacon of the B movie world. He is. You're gonna get yours, motherfucker. Okay, I keep tapping her arm. I keep just. Breast. This is Keith David's contract to feel your boobs ever hard. I want to feel your boob. Angie, have a heart. Have a heart. The old fishing guy. Love the old fishing guy. I'm just off to go fishing in my, in my camouflage gear. Here we go. Keith's got his little toy. Here, built this for my son. Have a go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he goes, it's the whole city. No, it's not. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, I built this for my son. Do you have a son? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. That's a bit weird. Shut up. Play with my toy cars. Yeah. Red car and the blue car had a race. <laughs> Be careful, Nick. There are booby traps. Booby traps. 
I like if, the idea that when as they finish, a stunt when driver, finish, he goes, okay, free to go. I just wanted to play. <laughs> as a stunt driver, he's better at remote control cars. Like that doesn't really make much sense. No. no. I think it'd be funny if instead of this scene. It was, yeah, even uh, the toy car blows up. Yeah. Yeah, now he is. Free to go. I kidnapped you just so you could play with my scale electrics. Now, fuck off. I always wondered if you guys can drive a car as well on the street as you do in the movies. Which you just saw him do. Play mm. a, a drive a car as good on the street as he does in the movies. You just saw him do that, Keith. You just saw him do it. You don't need to confirm it with your little toy cars. Put them away. That's not how you hire somebody. How good are you yeah. with a remote control car? <laughs> Pretty you, shit, actually. Imagine if you did it with everything. So, you want to be in the army. I've got this little wind-up army guy. If you can get him from point A to point B, you can go fight a war in Afghanistan. <laughs> That's how they uh, hired Rambo. They gave him a bucket of those green soldiers. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do? The one here, one here, one here. So to this point, you're in. And you have a heart. Will you have a heart? Will you spare my heart? And love me. Will you touch my knob? <laughs> Cover it with cream. Will fulfill my dreams. And love me. Get a nice sex toy. Stick it up my ass. Play with my balls. <laughs> and love me. Just lick the tip. <laughs> and on my nipples drip some melty wax and love me. Put nipple clamps on my ass cheeks. Stick a lightning rod on my Japs eye. Stick a root vegetable in my left ear hole and stick your tongue up my nostril I like that song that's a good one isn't it it's good, I, I think Merle Haggard wrote it This is great that Keith David is watching it. He's like, I've set it up. I've given them four beds. And uh, she's not going to be wearing very many clothes. I want to see how long it takes Madsen before he bends her over a prison bed. The only thing that Keith David, what it is... With his glasses on as well, he's like, hmm. He's watching them because what he wants is he wants them to have sex. He wants... Michael Madsen to take his trousers off <laughs> so he can get a quick look at the label to see where he got them from. <laughs> He's like, that's my favourite blue, but I don't want to ask him where he got them from, because that's just weird. So let's kidnap him, he'll fuck his wife, I'll see the label, and I'm going to go fast. <laughs> it's a very convoluted plot, but I figured it out. Was, uh... It was a fuck-up! I told you. 
He also doesn't normally play a bad guy, does he? No, but he plays a damn good bad guy in this. It's all right, isn't he? I like his collection of uh, sweater vests. Yeah, they're very nice. Keith David, too cool for collars. Yeah. And colanders, weirdly enough. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll strain my vegetables in my socks like every other guy. Yeah. How do you make spaghetti? Don't use colanders. <laughs> That's for damn fucking sure. <laughs> colanders, girly things. <laughs> I'm touching the titties now. She thinks I'm really stroking her collars, but actually, I got my knuckles on her titties. Titty knuckle. It's touching. It's touching. <laughs> greatest highlight of life touching nipples with my knuckles titty knuckles it's my best move titty wank. it's my best move I go up to ladies and grab their collars really knuckle titty action <laughs> he's gonna cook karate chopper look yeah. she's never wanted him more Oh, how much do you reckon these two did it on set? Come on. In front of those big fans <laughs> in the background. <laughs> with, with a bit of a... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> That's the noise that Keith David makes when he talks. <laughs> PM walked in and they, they, were like, they were like, oh, wait a minute, we can't use the set yet. Why not, Arthur? Fucking... <laughs> it's his mating call. <laughs> Every day they had to clear the set, let them fuck, then clean the set. He's fallen asleep. <laughs> Roy Schneider's not even there. He's just asleep. Like, they just filmed him. Can we... Can we... Can we... Can we... Can we... I'm asleep. Why is he wearing sunglasses? You're on a plane. Yeah. He's just in his sleep. We need a bigger boat. We need a bigger boat. <laughs> need a bigger boat. Wait All right, minute. we get it. You're in Jaws. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wasn't he in the A-Dim? He's in the A-Dim. Lance, look out. He's in the A-Dim. What am I doing in this movie? You're doing the right thing. How much do you reckon he got for this? I got a pretty wife and a pretty assistant. Looks like I'm going to need a bigger cock. <laughs> Bring in the stunt cock. I like him. <laughs> He's got no legs. That's what's hilarious yeah, yeah, about yeah. him. He's just the torso. And There's hair. a guy in Leicester, yeah. like, like a Romanian guy, yeah. and he plays the uh, what's one of those things that you hold it with both hands. <laughs> you hold it with both hands. What do you call it? You hold it. What do you mean? It's you a musical it? instrument. Right. You hold it with both hands and you sort of press your hands together and it makes the noises. Oh, what's it called? Are you talking about an accordion? Accordion. <laughs> He's got an accordion, right? He plays it in city centre. Wait a minute. You hold it with two hands, you move it together and that makes the noise and I got accordion from that. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got no bottom half of his body. Right. From the stomach down, he's yeah. got nothing. Yeah. And he plays one of those in the city centre. <laughs> and he gets about on a skateboard. Ah! You could walk past him, and I walked past him with Molly, and Molly was just staring at him. I was like, yeah, no, it looks like he's falling in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how he makes his money. He's faking it, though. 
He's, like, really he's, got... he's, he's an optical illusion. <laughs> it's all done with mirrors, Molly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's like David Copperfield. Look at this. High tech 1990s CGI. Love it. Whole job shouldn't take more than four minutes and 45 seconds. Hmm, I'm happy. I got everything I want. I got my he's toy cars. Stands up, he's got no trousers or pants. <laughs> <laughs> <a> big cock. <laughs> he stands up and it's still behind the desk. You can't see the tip of it, it's still hanging behind the desk. Have you read the trivia for this on IMDb? No. It, it has actually got trivia. Uh, where is it? Only one piece of trivia. Matthias Hughes asked director Joseph Murray that his character be killed off in the film. That's it. Wow. He got his wish. Don't get cocky, Mickey boy. Right now you're our meal ticket. Trust me, your days are numbered. Thanksgiving's on its way. The fuck out of here. You just hurt my hand, Madsen. You bet that there's just been some sort of um, alien and or sci-fi themed porn filmed on exactly this set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Space fuckers or something. Yeah, space fuckers from the planet Labia. Yeah, anal intruders from the planet Labia. Yeah. And Angie Hevart was probably in it. Yeah. With Matthias Hughes. Starship to the... <laughs> Starship to the Galaxy Volva. Yeah. To the planet Clitoris. <laughs> and the nebula of anal beads. Yeah. That's, that's quite hot. <laughs> Let's make it. <laughs> Not together. No. <laughs> Nobody would want to see that. No. <laughs> I said, let's make it. I didn't mean let's act in it. No, no, no. She's a feisty little spicy. Oh, they've got her out of her uh, um, She's like a budget Cheryl and Fenn. Yeah. He's got another sweater vest on that. Yeah. Hey, I'm not doing any work. I just bring in my bottle of wine, my cigar, and my little box of ice. Do a bit of customer sales on the phone. Hello, would you like to buy the new sweater vest? Yeah. Nobody the... knows it, but I'm a McDonald's t- drive-thru operator. Can I take your order, please? I, I can do it remotely. I'm really doing <laughs> That's the Chandler Street McDonald's. I have it up on there. <laughs> He's watching. <laughs> I'll have a mid chicken sandwich. Your order is complete. Drive around the window wall. <laughs> I thought he was selling sweater vests from the Hawkshead catalogue. I love this guy as well. Yeah, this guy's just pure sex. I'd want this role in the movie if it was my... You play him, I'll play the newspaper. Okay. No, I, no, I want to play, play the cop. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it was... If we got a cameo in one of these movies, that's what it would have to be. Yeah. You get to play the cop and I get to play the bum. Absolutely, officer. Everything's fine. Is this guy bothering you? He's cleaning off the windows with blue liquid and some some paper. It's like <laughs> shit on it. It's worse than it was when I got it. <sighs> I'd laugh if when he pulled out later he just crashed. He was like fucking bum in the window. I can't see where I'm going now. <laughs> Film finishes. He died after some tramp. <laughs> 
put shit on his windscreen. I don't even know why that sequence is in the film. It makes no sense at all. There he is. Who knew that years from this movie being made, Matthias Hughes would be the biggest star in it? <laughs> I like it so he calls him a Fabio-looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he defiantly still wears that hair to this day, didn't he? Yeah. Hughes. Do you see his pictures he puts up on Facebook? No, I'm not. I don't think I follow him. I'm friends with Matthias Hughes on Facebook. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Fat lot of good it does me. He's never once sexted me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm friends with my porn. He always sexts me. Sexts you up? Yeah, and Matt Payne. Yeah. And who else are we going to give a shout out to? Uh, Chris Taylor again. Mark Burns. He sexts you, doesn't he? Chris Brown. Uh, who else? What Jason Ritter sexts me. Oh, Jason Ritter always sexts me. He sexts me, but he sexts he, he sex me. And then he sends me audio clips of Polka John's uh, German polka music. It's more than what I get. So that I can listen to that while I touch myself. <laughs> when I think about you, I touch myself. Ooh. But it's the, like the polka version. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you right now to go on Facebook, yeah. private message Matthias Hughes and just put, why haven't you sexted me? <laughs> <laughs> and if you get a response, I'll give you $50. <laughs> I won't do that, but I'll write to him and say that uh, we're watching him in The Stunt Driver. Yeah, there you go. I no idea what that film is. Executive target? Oh, masterpiece. Shall I send him a message? Yeah, uh, Paul, why did you want to get killed off in the film? There he is, Matthias Hughes. It says on IMDb you wanted your character to be killed off in the stunt driver. Why? Okay, hi, Matthias. No, that's... I've spelled that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do that. No. Do you know what happened to me the other day? This is absolutely true. <laughs> oh, shoot. I just hit Hi, Matthias, and then just sent him that. I haven't followed it up. <laughs> Watching... Stalker. The stunt driver. What's the other executive... Target. The PM Entertainment movie. With you in it. On IMDb, it says you requested to die in the film. Is that true? And if so, why? Thanks, matey. <laughs> <laughs> No, do you know what happened the other day? This is true. Uh, one of the people who works for a marketing company that I do work with for the diner. Yeah. Um, because, uh, obviously, I get sent screeners and things like that. Uh, her name is, or 
it's, it might be his name, I don't know, but it's Shivna, S-H-I-V-N-A. I presume it's an Indian name or a, a Philippine name or something like that. I don't know. It's Shivna. I don't know what, what, what it is. Mm. Um, and I didn't notice, but I was writing back, and I wrote Shivna, blah, 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 and I was writing back, and I didn't notice until I hit, had already hit send, but my uh, spell check had cha- changed it to Shaven. <laughs> <laughs> So I sent a response that says shaven, <laughs> comma, and then the response. <laughs> you know they've had that before, though. You know they've had that before. Shaven Haven. Yeah. So I just asked Matthias Hughes, we'll see if he responds in the, in the 45 minutes we have left of this film. It'd be awesome if he, if he just types back straight away and gets, I've always wanted to ask this question. Or if he responds, I'm sexting you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a picture of Matthias. He's cock. Yeah. Oh. What year was this made? 97? Uh, no, uh, young, earlier than that. 91 or 92 or something. Isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. Or is it so, later? <clears throat> 97 I was right well bound to be you're the doctor so it made Reservoir Dogs well after uh, well before this then he's got 19 upcoming projects Michael Madsen has yeah they stay busy these guys who work in uh, B movies Mob of the Dead. Made that. Infected. Dishonored. Uh, he was in 24 as well, wasn't he? Kill Bill. Kill Bill 1. Paulie Shaw is dead. Now that's the highlight, really, isn't it? Paulie Shaw is dead. Sure. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? No. Not tonight. Been in a film with Lucas. Boy, in our own way, we all have, though, haven't we? I I was in several films with Luke Goss. None of them have ever made it to the screen, though. No, Lucas, Lucas Junior. Oh, not Luke Goss. No, not Luke Goss. No. As in from the Bros. The Bros. When will I, will I be famous? Sadly, right after you release this shitty, shitty song. <laughs> oh, he was in Thelma and Louise, obviously, as well. Who was? Luke Goss? No, Mark Madsen. Oh. Fair enough. Here he is, Matthias Hughes. Getting shot in the tits. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit, I was in the fucking Sopranos. I'm sure he was in the Sopranos, this guy. Mm. Can you look it up? Let's have a look. He's like, I'm still mad. I didn't get no Dunkin' Donuts. Don't be giving me more files. I want a donut. I didn't get any donuts. Give me more donuts. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Is he Jack? I think he is. He was in... 
nice. I love a good squib. I think we all do. I had a good squib. In a lot of the action films. It was in Fast and Fu- one of the Fast and Furious films. No, I mean the Italian American guy, the tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. He's in Fast and Furious. He's yellow. He's in Fast and Furious. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. He must play a mobster or something. Then. Yeah, he was in a film with Steven Seagal. But he wasn't in The Sopranos. I've not seen it yet. Huh. He looks like he should have been. Was he in yeah. Donnie Brasco? Uh. I don't think he's so. He's been in he's some been, mob movie. He's been in The Shield, The Stick Up with uh, uh, James Spader. Oh, Sleazy Spades. He's been in a film with Eric Roberts. Of course, everyone Dolph has. Lundgren. Everyone has been in a film with Eric Roberts. Everybody. Yep. Deep they shouldn't do the up. Kevin Bacon game. They should do the Eric Roberts game. <laughs> I've started a film with Eric Roberts. <laughs> Yeah, it was in Donnie Brasco, same year. Oh, it's Donnie Brasco then, okay. Donnie Brasco. I knew it was one of those Italian American things. Is that how old that is, Donnie Brasco? 1997? Yeah. Fucking hell, I thought it was 2000s. Yeah, Johnny Depp's like almost 50. Yeah, I know. I know he doesn't look it, but he, he's almost 50. He was in Out for Blood with Don Wilson as well. Who is? This, the. Uh, the Italian-American guy. That's where yeah. I know him from. I know him from those films. Ah, there we go. Look at all that fruit. That could have fed starving children. Never mind. He was in the A-Team as well. Oh, yeah, everyone's been in the A-Team. TJ Hooker. Four episodes. I love this trick. This trick's amazing. He makes himself disappear. I know. Talk about David Copperfield. Yeah. Like the guy in Leicester with the accordion. And when <laughs> and when the dust has settled, I'm gone. Yeah. Tonight, well, Michael Madsen. <laughs> Tonight, Michael Madsen is Paul Daniels in. That's magic. Look <laughs> <laughs> through the old. Look through the old. And Michael Madsen is just underneath the van. Don't <laughs> you take longer than that? <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Madsen. And I'm playing Paul Daniels. <laughs> the Paul Daniels story. That's magic. <laughs> Directed by Quentin Tarantino. The reason I want to do this film is because everybody, you know, isn't it? <laughs> Paul Daniels is a magician. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of Wizbit. <laughs> I wanted Debbie McGee for Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way to make that film better did you see Debbie and Kill Bill <laughs> she prayed the bride uh, I fucked the bride they wanted uh, Paul Daniels for the part that Michael Parks plays in the in, in the second one the Spanish yeah. pimp <laughs> I love that role yeah Michael Parks is so good in that role in, in Kill Bill 2. Yeah, it's the, only, it's the only part I really remember is him, is that the way he sort of smokes that cigarette, just sort of, yeah, it looks nice. Uh, really sleazy. The pussy died. Let's go. 
Michael Madsen is Paul Daniels in That's Magic. Starring Debbie McGee's asshole. Yeah. Debbie yeah. McGee's vagina. Debbie McGee's arsehole is Paul Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is catering. Yeah, this is this isn't even filmed. This is just craft service. Craft service stuff. Pet Mary came over and was like, Can I just get film of you at a table eating stuff? Yeah. Do you like chicken? And they're given proper food this day. Usually it's just tomato se- tomato ketchup sandwiches. What's crazy is Everhart's having all three of those plates. That's all yeah. three of her f- her meals. It's what keeps her hair so red. Yeah. She puts all her food into her tits. Yeah. <laughs> that was start Twin Peaks then. Yeah. Dum dum. Dum dum. Dum dum. Dum dum. Is that Jeff Wincott in the background? I think so, yeah. Cameo. I'm friends with him on Facebook as well. No. I've just become friends with the guy who's directing the new Doctor Strange movie. Really? Mm. Who's that? Scott Derrickson. Okay. Don't know who that is. He's directing Doctor Strange, and he did Deliver Us From Evil, Sinister. But I really want to be friends with... Art Comancho. Art Comancho. No, Peter Salis. (laughs) I cannot find him on Facebook anywhere. He doesn't use Facebook. He's more of a Twitter guy. Instagram point and pitch his cock. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see the Salis cock? Who wants to see my wrinkly old bell end, eh, Gromit? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it, haven't you, lad? <laughs> uh, I mean, how do you think I've covered it in peanut butter, haven't I, lad? <laughs> <laughs> I'll lay down on the sofa, didn't I, Gromit? <laughs> Got me to you look licked it off, didn't you? <laughs> like, come in your plasticine face. <laughs> Insane. It's what gave me the idea for that jam squirter I made. Because <laughs> my cum's thick and bloody as well. <laughs> <laughs> And I do like toast. That's what happens at the end of Necromantic, dude. Is it? Yeah, he's a fake, a wrecked cock, and he's, like, sort of stabbing himself as he's ejaculating. It's just, like, bloody cum. It's fucking horrible. Money is... That's disgusting. Power. Money is freedom. And then there's people who go, isn't it a classic? No! (laughs) It's not! This is a classic. This is a classic. This, this deserves the arrow treatment. Oh, Double Blu-ray box it? set. I think all of PM Entertainment... Arrow should release all of PM Entertainment. Yeah. Because are any of these hit Blu-ray? I might maybe in Germany do a lot of good action Blu-rays. Maybe they've started doing them. American Ninja's coming out on their Blu-ray in England, dude, this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the collection. I love the taste of my own fist. <laughs> it's been a bit and you ever heard seen us. Like, mm, pussy stink. <laughs> that don't don't you talk about Angie that way. <laughs> Angie's my lady. <laughs> I do the knuckle titty. I do knuckle the titty. You don't get to have Angie stink on your knuckles. I do knuckle the titty. You listen to me. I'm boy. damn good at it. Ask her. Ask her why. I've been doing knuckle titty since the day I was born. Me and Gromit, me and Gromit, we're good friends. We hang out. We go way back. Weekends. I helped him get rid of the wear rabbit. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Do you like it when I get this close to you, Michael? I'm going in your ear right now. I can make babies, beautiful babies, beautiful Come ear on. babies. Come on. Come on. Take your knuckles away and let me just touch it. Just touch it once. Let me, let me do a titty knuckle with you. <laughs> Put my knuckles on your titties. <laughs> I love a titty knuckle. <laughs> Keep Michael is just thinking about all the stuff he'd rather be doing right now. <laughs> He's like, if I, I just sit knuckles. here five more minutes, I'll be able to buy that other swimming pool I wanted. I mean, PM, to get him after... Um, after Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir you know, Dogs. I, he must have been like, fuck, we've got Michael Madsen. And this is also while kind of canon is coming to an end and PM is still going strong. Yeah, they're still getting the stars in. And he was a huge star, Michael Madsen. He was a pretty damn big star. He did this in Free Willy. I remember that. That date that I <laughs> free Willy. He did. I the... Isn't he in Free Willy? He is in Free Willy. Told you. Yeah, he wants to free his Willy right now. I bet you that bought him some houses, Free Willy. Oh yeah. Bought him some new Hawaiian shirts and blue trousers. <laughs> Sex toys. <laughs> Love the way Keith Davis is like. Unmarried people. This is what I wanted. The whole time, all I wanted to do. And you ever walked? It's just furiously masturbating. <laughs> always knock. <laughs> That'll bring me a titty. I do a titty knuckle. <laughs> that titty just there. I like to touch my knuckle on that. Uh, hello. Is there any more? I'll do sex talk with you. Are you wearing that beret? <laughs> I am wearing that beret. <laughs> I'm always wearing that beret. I was stitched into it. He, um, he looks like the old woman who was in Sons and Daughters and Home and Away more. Uh, Mrs. Mangle. Yeah. She was fit. She, I, I, I do a... In the bomb face... Oh, it's good. I like it how he twists his scar in his mouth. 
screws under wanking underneath. I just it? wish whoever did the music for this had done the music for Land of the Free. It's the only thing that drives me nuts about that movie. I wanted that guy in Leicester with the accordion to do fucking <laughs> Land of the Free music. Anything <laughs> would be better than fucking the Land of the Free music there is there. Walking through the kitchen. Should done this woman. This woman who's on my arm now, I've done her. <laughs> Actually, the way he's holding it now, it looks like a what's it? One of those hand puppets. Hand puppets. Like, there goes the president of the United States. I know, United it's a great States. shot, isn't it? Yeah. There goes the president of the United States of America. He was in Jaws. God bless. French connection. We're going to need a bigger country. <laughs> First Street. I want to hear you rant, California. He's on your turf today, people. You've got home field advantage. Hello, you're on CRM. He does look pretty cool there, doesn't he, Michael Madsen? Oh, he's definitely a cool customer. Definitely a solid dog. They do like their aerial photography. They do, yeah. I like that guy's tash. It had yeah, a lot of bounce to it. Yeah, it's like the pubic mane of an 18-year-old girl. <laughs> when they haven't trimmed yet. It's just... It's just, oh, it's just natural. <laughs> As God intended. I think if we could start... If I could get behind any religious thing... It would be that shaving all pubic hair off is wrong. I, d I don't like the bald thing. Oh, I think it would be you, no, no. You, you like the 70s bush, don't you? Well, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm happy with 70s bush. I'm happy with any hair. I just don't like the completely clean shaven. No? No, I don't really understand it. People in the it's weird. I would think, really, though, with your beard, it'd, like, cause a Velcro effect. Yeah. That's, that's what they like about it. Oh, That's what they like about it. Because they can't it's... hear me saying that I'm stuck. They can just feel my tongue a-flapping. Hi, I have no legs. Help me get out of this truck. I like it, vagina. It's look like that guy's hair is in the truck. <laughs> Centre party. <laughs> Curtains. <laughs> <laughs> B flaps. <laughs> Butcher shop. <laughs> like a lady's vagina to look like a German meat plate. <laughs> Plenty of hams and my sausage. Yeah, I guess. That's how I like it to look as well. With some barbecue sauce. All this for Roy Schneider. I know, right? You never, I never realised people like the French Connection that much, but they do. They do. I think, like, his wife. It'd be great if he was just fingering her in the back. He <laughs> 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 gets those stages because the president likes to finger foot. I just finger foot my wife. Smell it. Everybody come up. <laughs> one by one. Everybody come up to the podium. Sir, I think we'll lose votes for this. Sniff my beard! <laughs> Sniff it, you have a sniff, Charlie. Bobby, you come down here. That's what the first lady smells. Sniff it, go on, go on. Use your tongue. I don't mind. Have a lick. <laughs> have a little bit. 
have a little, have a little bit of first lady for JJ juice. <laughs> Boris Johnson doesn't. It's a little tough feed to do it. He sticks his finger up his ass. You can sniff that. I got some all over my watch. I didn't care. I left it on there so that when I look down, I'm reminded of my wife's labia. Yeah, it goes drip, drip, drip. She damn near had my hand off. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get there first. No, I'm gonna get there first. Listen, Eric. You've been a customer service agent for a long time. Yeah, that bike, that bike will stop those two big trucks. <laughs> sure. No problem at all. Wave at him. Wave at him. <laughs> Look at that. You've got to shit yourself jumping out of the way of a big truck coming down yeah. at that speed, right? How much are you getting paid for this? Just the usual $20 a day. That car blew up three times. Yeah. Impressive. Didn't blow that car up. Lucky, really. Well, that's got the president in. It's made with uh, adamantium. This is uh, give, gives uh, people wanting to kidnap the, the president a really good blueprint. Uh, <laughs> I would suggest that uh, if you're looking for it, all you need is a healthy supply of waistcoats, preferably in a brown and or tan color, uh, an underground bunker in Nevada, uh, a large trucking company full of men who aren't uh, afraid to shoot at mullets, um, and, uh, and then really you can just get the president... Easily. I mean, it's, yeah. it's easy, really. You just need an investment of about $500 million. dollars uh, If you know the right people. Sure. Oh, sure. and a Ferrari. Yeah. And an A-Team helicopter. Yeah, Colonel Decker. Is he still around? Oh, Michael Madsen. Lance Legault. No, he's died now. Uh, Back in the know. days of MySpace, I had a Lance Legault MySpace page that I... Pretended to be Lance Legault. Who is Lance Legault? The guy who plays Colonel Decker. The, the <laughs> Did you really do that? Parrot. Yes, I used to have a Lance Legault MySpace page. Is that still up? No. Well, MySpace is all changed now, isn't it? They got rid of all their old accounts if you didn't maintain them. Did you have many friends? Yeah, yeah loads of friends. <laughs> BA. But I used to write really stupid things like, I'm Lance Legault. <laughs> <laughs> I love raspberry pie, <laughs> or whatever it was. Like I just should restart it on Twitter. I should start a Facebook page for Lance Legault as Lance Legault. That's what I should do. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do that. That's gonna be so fucking hilarious. I need to start some fake Facebook pages. Yeah. I might start one for the yeah. <laughs> For that guy who's just <laughs> shot the copper. All I do is Jeff, the bad guy. I just put every day put in <laughs> put, put up a link to this film on YouTube. Going, I love this film. <laughs> I was in it. <laughs> and that's gonna be my profile picture. Exploding helicopter. <laughs> I'm going to set up a Lance Legault Facebook page, see if anyone follows me, thinking it's the real Lance Legault, even though he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror film. 
What? <laughs> it's coming back through Facebook. The ghost of Colonel Becker. Your first status is going to be, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, and I'm still in the beret. <laughs> you can't beret the dead. <laughs> So incensed am I that my young daughter is whoring herself out on Cinemax. I've decided to come back for the dead and seek bloody vengeance. <laughs> it's like taken with a beret. <laughs> it's like taken, only I'm an old woman. <laughs> it looks like Morag from Sons and Daughters. No, home and away. Ah, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you can't bury the dead. <laughs> oh, come on now, that's hilarious. <sighs> We've got to find a way to turn that into a joke for your stand-up routine, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, why is it you ne never see a hat on a corpse? Because you can't bury the dead. Come on now. Ah. Oh. Or why is it the French have better funerals than us? You can bury the dead, or something. Or they can yeah. bury the dead, or something like that. Yeah, I've got it. I've got to use it. Now you tell me that don't look like Colonel Decker. Check your Facebook. <laughs> Fit. Oh yeah. Fit. I've had it. That <laughs> looks like Colonel Decker in drag. Where are they watching it from? 97. I don't believe that the technology was there for that, this sort of uh, surveillance. Well, you know... Or was it? Keith David has access to all sorts of things we couldn't possibly imagine. Yeah, this is his biopic, because this, this is, is where he lives. This is like Pac-Man. It's like his big game of Pac-Man. Yeah, see, I'm playing The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> He was in Sliver, wasn't he? Was he in Sliver? Was Keith David, David in Sliver? He's in oh, everything else. That blowed, blew everything else up, look. Love that. That's such a good stunt. Exploding police cars. Always a good stunt. He must have spent millions on cars over the years. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Well worth it, though. Oh, yeah. What I don't understand as well is, like... They do all this in these movies, but you rarely see this, if ever, in Hollywood movies. You know what I mean? No, the stunt's never up to these standards. Why is that? Laziness. Executive target. Vanishing point. Gargoyles. Charles. No, I don't think he was in slow. <laughs> Do you suppose he got this guy in the in the film because of Donnie Brasco? Oh yeah, they were both friends together. He's gonna be a huge star. Keith David was like, "I'm gonna be in Donnie Brasco." They were like, "It's not that kind of movie, Keith." 
Why would he have all this on film? Why would he be able to see all this? That's what I mean. Who's videotaping it for him? Is this like Spaceballs? He has the video of the movie before the movie's even come out? I, I think it might be, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I forgot the line. I'll just shut the... You forgot the fucking keys. Shit. What wire it? You're a criminal. He's making a huge sex sex dungeon, isn't he? I love sex dungeons. Yeah, that's what he's doing. I'm making a sex dungeon. Did you know I was born in Scotland? I like sex dungeons. <laughs> Listen, I got this great idea for this garage here, see? I put this down, and a huge penis comes down <laughs> from the ceiling. Straight into my ass. I, got a, I got a chair that's shaped like a woman's pussy. <laughs> I put my face in it, and I practice conawinkus. I'd love it if the president could have a go on it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you just leave it on your bed like that? I don't suppose he's expecting the president to come round. Oh, sir, uh, stuff that will alligator look. Yeah, I always wonder what he does with that. No. I fuck anything, Mr. President. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a regular sex fiend. It's like Michael Madsen comes and goes, which, um... Which uh, bit of furniture have you not come on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the president can sit down? No, so I can sit down. <laughs> I, um... You see... I don't want to sit, um... On your cum. Uh, that woman deserves her revenge. <laughs> but I uh, don't deserve to sit in cum. So please uh, tell me which chair I can sit on. It doesn't have your uh, calm on it. Thanks. <laughs> he walked in there. The president walked in there. Saw them two. He saw this rubber doll in the bed. I bet he's expecting him to go. Bring out the gimp. Thinks he's gonna get bombed. Shut up. Listen, Mr. President. It's quite simple. I'll help you once you get on the bed. And my crumpy hump with that uh, rubber doll over there. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if he walks in the cut to Keith David and cut back and he's on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to help you till you come, Mr. President. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear like that squeaking noise. <laughs> you get with a balloon when you rub your hand on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that. He's Scottish, mate. So cleaning out afterwards. I like, I like it when people make humpy hump with rubber doll. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you, Mr. President. <laughs> he used it before you. He didn't clean it out, and he's got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they can bury the dead. Look. Yeah. 
I tell you what, Mr. President. Now that you've done that, I want to borrow your hairpiece. I want to, I want to put your hair on the rubber doll, and then my wife's pussy. And then I'm gonna make Humpy Hump with the doll, and then our love will mix together inside the doll, and uh. I'll be uh, next in line for the presidency. That's the way it works, right, Mr. President? When we touch tips, <laughs> I'm uh, technically the vice president then, right? That's how it works. That's how you appoint somebody, right? The Expendables. Yeah. Barney Ross and uh, Colonel Stonebanks. Hmm? Back in the day. That'd be great if it was, wouldn't it? Have you seen the prequel to The Expendables? Executive Target. I think it'd be great if you cut to the bed and you saw someone holding a gun over at the inflatable doll. <laughs> Who's this bitch? <laughs> I thought I saw her move, Mr. President. Sure to get shot. Take these two men. Where shall I take them? No, no. Take them over the couch. <laughs> yeah, I've done my bit. You do your bit. I'm going to give you my watch. And I want you to go balls deep in their ass. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that, Mr. President. <laughs> Who plays the gimp in Pulp Fiction? That's a good point. I hope it's Keith Chegwin. <laughs> He looks like a sex fiend, doesn't he, Keith Chegwin? Yeah. He didn't get all uh, wrapped up in you tree, did he? Yeah, of course he didn't. Who'd fuck him? What about Noel Edmonds? <laughs> no. Was he called in for questioning? No. Should have been. Would you admit to ever having sex with Noel Edmonds? I have had sex with Noel Edmonds. Yeah, there you I, go. I admit it openly. Klondike. Him and Mr. Blobby double teamed me one evening up at. Uh, what was the name of his uh, Craggy Bottom or something, wasn't it? Yeah, Craig. Uh, yeah, Craggy Bottom, wasn't it? Oh, he's not. He's no picture or not. He what? played the Gimp. Stephen Hibbett. What other movies has he done? He's also been in. National Treasure, Tourist on Toilet, uh, <laughs> Dr. Zeus, The Cat in the Hat, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. That's it. He was Tourist on Toilet in National yeah. Treasure. Yeah. And the Gimp in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I love how he takes his sex fiend friend to break into the Bond dungeon. Yeah. That's who I'd take his back up. Yeah, me too. A pervert. Angie Everhart wants some. <clears throat> uh, tidy the place up. I've never had the president round before. 
I see him? It's the president. I want to see him. I want to show him to Lamar. Come on, Nick. I want to see him. No, come on. Let me see him. I've never seen the president no, 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 before. No, no, no. I want to show him to Lamar. Ah, hey, Luke. What? You ever have a cherry coke? Cherry <laughs> coke? You like eating kids? Cherry coke. <laughs> you ever have a cherry coke? <laughs> oh, look at that hand movement when he leaps out of the truck. I love that. That's awesome. Liam Neeson, his first role. Yeah, throat punch. Did you see the way I talked him out of him? Quick punch. I did a throat punch. I did a bit of throat. <laughs> Although he'd already done Darkman at this point, Liam Neeson was quite. Oh, yeah. On his way. People always forget about Darkman, don't they, when they say about his action roots? Yeah, Darkman. He was in Husbands and Wives, the Woody Allen movie. He was in Crawl. He was in Crawl, wasn't he? He was in Rob Roy. Michael Collins. I told them to make that warning sound grey. Why is it red? It's gonna roll. They wasted colour. Told them to make it as cheaply as possible. I love how this corridor has like ne blue neon strip light and then out into the main base is like green and red. Yeah. He really went all out to make it fancy and beautiful. He did, yeah. You see, look at how much this setup would cost him. He's like, I'm going to hold the world to ransom. It's like, you, you must be loaded. Yeah. Did you did you bring a gun? No, I I, I brought a dildo. <laughs> I'm a sex fiend, remember? <laughs> I brought two two dildos chained together. They're my dildo chuckers. Yeah, numb chuckers. Or as I like to call them, bum chuckers. Because I <laughs> chuck it up your bum if you're not looking. <laughs> Uh, if you're not paying attention, I'm gonna chuck it up your bum. Like a bowling ball up an alleyway. It's Michael Bay in the beret there. Yeah. Michael Beret. <laughs> Michael Beret. It's like Michael Buble, only better. Yeah. Only not shit. Nice bit of gunfighting there. Yeah, I mean, it's like a proper James Bond ending, isn't it? It's a bit like... Um, uh, more squibs. What's the movie? You Only Live Twice. Yeah. You only live twice. Bonnie That's what they say. I love that, that the uh, black guy that's helping them, because he don't move at all, does he? Has no. they got three people helping them? I don't know. He says, take two guys. I swear, I swear one of them changed. There's two guys in the trunk, and there's the pervert and Michael Madsen. There's only four yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, but it looked like one of them changed different actors. You should never hold a gun like that. You should always hold a woman like that, though, because it forces her to push her titties out. Yeah. And I like looking at pushed-out titties. <sighs> That's what he's doing right now. He's cut back to him, he's wanking. <laughs> Push him out more. Before I die, just uh, pull me over. No, 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 it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> pull me over to the Angie. on top of her. Have a heart. Uh, uh. <laughs> Blood pouring out of his chest. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What it's kind okay, of condom I'm you're wearing? 
a rubber <coughs> doll. It's okay, I'm really Scottish. I'll be fine. <laughs> I didn't have AIDS. Yeah, I got iron brew. It stops AIDS. <laughs> Here we go. I, I always scream cherry coke. Yeah, I do, I yeah. Run down the corridor. Oh, bit of John Woo gunfight there. Two guns. Oh, I've been shot. Suck my dick. I'm expected to act, but I, I can't be bothered. Ah, uh, fuck it. I'm so sedated. <laughs> yeah, the chick didn't come through and bounced. I've taken so many drugs. I can't stay awake. This is what made me laugh. The, just these people turn up. Just yeah. a few cars. <laughs> uh, should we storm the compound with an army and uh, 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 a properly coordinated tactical team? Nah. Send a stunt driver and his pervert friend in with the machine guns. That They'll do the trick. With the uh, marine equi- equivalent of the red shirts from Star Trek, the original series. Yeah. They'll do something, but they'll die. I like how the president also turns up. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. All I ask is... Um, you didn't you, kill you can have a full pardon, uh, but uh, I need to keep the doll. For uh, government reasons, you understand. Yeah, it's uh, it's evidence. <laughs> it cuts to like today in Congress on on on, uh, on TV, and he's just passing it round. I've had a go, guys. Go on, let's all fuck the doll. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he just looks. But at I the... have to watch. I'm the president. I'm allowed to. <laughs> he just looks at the camera and just goes. God bless the United States of America. <laughs> oh, that's got the money in, isn't it? Wouldn't you be just so much happier if that was politics? If it was like, today we're all going to be fucking yeah, Robert There'd be a lot less uh, stress in the world. Right. I firmly believe that. Now, wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. i got to take a vote on this. Shall we invade Afghanistan? Or shall we all just have one more go on the dark? I vote doll. Who's with me? We don't want to go on the doll. We don't want to go on the doll. Just me wants to go on the doll. Go on, me and Mr. Me and Mr. Speaker. How about we double team the doll? I'll take the real life, <laughs> real realistic mouth action. Let's see if we can burst her. Statham! Yeah, look at that. Patrick Statham. Patrick J. Statham? Yeah. You don't think? I think. I think, most definitely. Jessica Cushman. Cush, cush, cush. She likes it in her Buck Flower, yeah. of course. Who has been in a million movies? Yeah. Have you seen all the films Buck Flower's been in? Yes. He's been in some doozies. Yeah, he really has. Mark Sears is asking to be my friend. Mark Sears? Yeah. He's an action star. And he's asking to be my friend. Mm. Not ask me. 
he must know that I emailed Matthias Hughes. <laughs> Matthias Hughes must have gone, uh, Mark, I have somebody for you. So I just became friends with Mark Sears, whoever the name of cock that is. Oxfordshire. He's just got a shout-out on this show. See what he's been in, shall we? Oh, which show? That show. Oh, no. <laughs> What's he been in, Chief? <clears throat> he's been in four things. Freeman, New, Mount, New World Order, that's a short... Uh, he's got three things coming out. Falling Ash. Um, it's not until 2016. He's got a short coming out this year. Wow, and third film. unit. They had three units on this movie. I'm not surprised. It's a lot of stunts. Wayne Flowers, he was a famous stunt guy, right? Yeah. He worked on this movie. As did Clint Wise. Hi, I'm Clint Wise. You better wise up. You better wise up if you're using Clint. Clint Wise. Clint Wise. I am Stuntman Clint Wise. The persons and events in this motion picture are fictitious. Really? Oh, I'm sure. 1996, it says there. Except Michael Ooh. Madsen, who is completely real. <laughs> well, there we were, sir. There we are. All done and dusted. At that the was a bloody good film. At the end of mine, it says, Dieser film ist nur für privat, nicht kommen sie So it's clearly from a uh, German release. Yeah, um, see, I, I just watched it on DVD. Someone needs to Blu-ray... Someone needs to do the Criterion collection. It's the only Criterion collection worth having. But for PM Entertainment films. Yeah. We should do it. We should buy them all up the uh, stock and we should just release them all. Do you reckon I could do that? you reckon I could get money to buy up PM Entertainment things, like a bank loan or something? Yeah. Or I'll just lend you the ten quid. <laughs> oh look, Fox is thinking of bringing back twenty-four, but without Kiefer Sutherland. Where would be the point in that then? That's clever. Was it going to be the Chloe years? No, they'll get some young twat to be in it. I don't want that. I don't want it, Doc. Not a little bit. No. I'm not surprised. I don't want it. Not one bit. A blur. Oh, look, they're doing a TV version of Grease. Kill me, kill me now. I've had enough of this so-called modern living. Kill me. Well, you say that, but if that pervert guy from Executive Targets plays Danny, I'd watch it. (laughs) Hey, go on, put me in the movie. I'll play and Danny's And Matthias Hughes plays Sandy. Yeah. 
That'd be worth watching. Did he ever get back to his dude? No, he didn't. No, I'm sorry. Oh, hopefully we can... Um, By next time. Next time we'll have an answer. But, uh, no, I think we have uh, Michael Madsen as Danny Zuko. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Stranded so... to the drive-in. Branded. A fool. A cunt. What gotta... will they say? Monday at school. Sandy, you deserve your revenge. <laughs> and I deserve to die. Oh, yeah. David Carradine in that cupboard. Yeah. There's David Carradine in that cupboard. He's still got my belt on him. You're probably feeling the sharp sting of rock salt. In your titties. You deserve your revenge. And I deserve to die. I'm stranded in the drive-in seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one take medicine. Listen, if you're going to do a TV musical, you have to have me. I am so full of life and experience. Did you see me in Peter Pan? Pow! I absolutely knocked Captain Hook out of the park. Nobody has ever been as good as me. I could play Danny Zuko. Uh, listen, you're... The one that I want. <laughs> You're the one that I want, baby. You're the one that I want. Shamalama, ding dong, whatever it is, I can do it. I can do it. It's me. It's me walking. I can do it. It's me, you see. You're the one that I want. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Honey. <laughs> You're the one I need. Oh, yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Do you think you're a little bit old now, Mr. Walk? No, I'll put some hair dye in there. <laughs> put some hair dye and hair gel. No one... No, the difference. <laughs> we'll make we'll make a bane the fuck out of it. Seven right, nights drifting away. Whoa, <laughs> on those seven nights, a wella 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 oomph. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah, she put up a fight. Of course, does, does I am, it get very sore? I am forty years older than her. <laughs> she put up. What hell of a fight! <laughs> she was scratching and clawing and kicking. Didn't stop me. Not for a minute. Summer nights. Whoa. <laughs> Is this the way we want to go with a new grease? Find that a guy who's 40 years old raped her. It's a true story of love. 
It's how I dominate the women in my life. It's how I do it. You can't deny I've been successful every goddamn time. I want an Oscar for the day, hon. <laughs> uh, listen, I want to play Rizzo. I could be great. <laughs> There are worse things I could do than go with a boy. There's always Lennon Ross to play Skinnicky. I don't give a fuck. There are worse things I could do than go with a boy or two. <laughs> the neighbourhood. <laughs> He's got a bl- black curly wig on him. <laughs> you could have shaved Michael. <laughs> no, it's pulled part of the role. <laughs> there's realism in my art. The neighbourhood thinks I'm trashy and no good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... That would be great. That's how I would cast it. <laughs> Job done. Why am, why am I not the head of a TV network? I don't know. It's just a load of bollocks. <laughs> Tonight on Fox, Michael Caine, Crystal Walken and Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> With Matthias Hughes and Sandy. Oh, I, I just... I just I, it's a TV event. <laughs> With special appearance by Mr. Blobby and Noel Edmonds. <laughs> In a foursome scene with <laughs> Paul Daniels and Deb Ricky. Ah. Amazing. Oh, well, there we go. Well, uh, let's end on that, I think. Let's end on that. You go and have a chat with your old mucker, and uh, I'm going to go and have a cappuccino. I might even talk to Mal as well. Why not? Oh, Why geez. not, indeed? All right, indeed. Take care. Speak to you later. Bye. 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 I don't believe it.